Oh, and uh, Tran- that means Transformers uh, series is next. Yeah, the box set. Yeah, the box the, set. Uh, the Matrix. No, the no, the Matrix one. I should have gotten way before. Have you not got it yet? You you have it. No, because I saw it at uh, Best Buy years ago. Yeah. Um, and it was uh, how much was it? It was a hundred and sixty bucks. Oh no way! Guess how much it is now. I have no idea. It's like almost seven hundred dollars. Oh wow! Yeah, that's crazy. Man. I should have got it, but I was like, ah, oh, whatever. I'm like, I have the regular. I had, I actually had the DVDs. Yeah. And now I don't know where they are. Man, oh, and they were they were burned DVDs. But now I'm just like, uh, you know what? Just download the, uh, just get this by the episodes. Just do it. Yeah. Get yourself that uh, that box set. Get get yourself the the actual DVDs. Mm-hmm. And you're just have your camper. Yeah, exactly. Because sometimes sometimes you need a Ninja Turtles or Transformers fix. Yeah, man. I yeah. mean, um. God damn! Like there are like we just we just talked about that. Sometimes at backside attack, at Vic Abe. Well, thank you. I uh, I just want to watch what I want to watch when I want to watch it. Yeah, I've gotten through this whole thing where um I I just wanted to have all the Rick and Mortys. Like yeah. I don't collect shit anymore. Like I'm I'm not a big collector about anything anymore. But mm. I just there are certain things I have an affinity for that I just want it in my hands. Like Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. We just we just mentioned that one. Mm-hmm. How like we both kind of think that's it's a fairly high quality anime. Absolutely, yeah. And it's just it's worth having in your hands. I was super bummed out that it's not in like in sixteen by nine or or letterbox. Mm-hmm. They only made it in four by three. Yeah. But which is like very like common for mm-hmm. animated animated shows. Yeah. But still. Oh yeah. A bummer. Oh yeah. There's um actually actually what my friend gave me uh was um the col- the whole Macross uh trilogy the Macross DVD box set mm, the Robotech the Robotech ones yeah but the actual Macross or the the Robotech the the US the, version? the 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 oldest US version yeah. yeah yeah so I got the I got the box set of that it's like cool. it's like twelve D DV- it's like twelve DVDs yeah it's a lot there's there was a ton of content in that thing yeah I think it was like man I think the the if I'm not mistaken it's something like seventy two. 72 hours of content or something. I know like that. it's 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 way too much. That's a lot of stuff. Yeah, you got to love that. Yeah, like I he gave it to I, like it kind of stupid because if I have it I should watch it, but yeah. man, that's a huge investment. It, it is a big one. Yeah. It's a big one, man. But once I move out, and I'll have time on my hands, then yeah. I'll be like, you know what? I'll, I'll Game of Thrones it. <laughs> man, that's a tough one too because yeah. Game of Thrones was I man, okay, so I've got I think I've got a new beef with binge watching. Mm-hmm. Like a, my my new B for the binge watch idea, but I don't get connected to the characters. I think that's the problem. Like you don't have a connection to to what you're watching. Yeah, I was like that with um uh when I did that with um what's that uh what's that Netflix series called um oh that's adjusting on mine too. I'm uh, hearing you differently. <laughs> you can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, no, I'm having. A oh, real um, was that yeah the one that I, um I I binge watched the first season maybe because the second season is not as compelling. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it, it probably is. I could be missing it out on it. But like, uh, is uh, was uh, Narcos? Man, like again, you've talked to me about Narcos. I've got friends of mine outside of here who are like, you gotta go fucking watch Narcos. Yeah, man. you should. I just haven't. Well, got well, actually, you know what? Why don't you? Would you watch it? Because okay, like you can watch it just for the entertainment pa- value alone. Yeah. Because uh, but there um, is a historical aspect. To yeah, it. there's um, but the inter- the they it's very it's dramatized to like what actually happened, but they intercut it with uh. The live action footage of oh, what no happened way. at that time, like oh, the, like no old idea. like old news, uh, um, uh, footage and stuff like that, and they, there's there's tons of it. There's like they use how, a how lot. very cocaine cowboys. Yeah, and it's um there's uh and the guy who plays uh, 
Uh, Escobar. Pablo Escobar is, yeah. is uh, he's fantastic. They'll do the dramatization stuff first, and then you'll yeah. be like, uh, if you haven't heard of what like what he did, mm-hmm. um, or the stuff that he did, or the events that he, that uh, that surrounded him, yeah. If you you'll be like, whoa, he actually did that, and yeah. then they and then like they'll cut to like they'll cut to like a break, yeah, and they comes back and they'll show the actual news footage that happened back it, in nineteen whatever. He's kind of an awful and, yeah, human being, and it says like, yeah, here's like here's the plane that crashed, and you'll be like, you'll watch the you'll watch the, this TV series and like, uh, you're like. He actually like holy crap, that's crazy! You're like, wow, they actually dramatized that a little <laughs> yeah. bit, and then they show the actual footage of it, like the the old news footage. Yeah, and, it, and he actually did that in real life. Oh yeah, I it's mean, crazy. Escobar was those guys were fucked up, man. Like yeah. they had, they had absolutely no fear of of getting caught. I mean, they had paid so many cops. They had like all of uh, what was it Medellin? All those guys were paid off. Like, oh yeah, paid. yeah. And then on top of that, like the shit they pulled. Like when you watch just, just watching, like again, we mentioned cocaine cowboys. How they really were cowboys. They mm-hmm. turned Miami and and like like uh, the Medellin into like pretty much just the Wild West. The Wild West, yeah. I mean, who's that one? The one they call like the Black Widow, I think. How she would just like put somebody's head in a box and leave oh, it on yeah. the side of the road. Yep. Then go to the, the family of the person she just killed mm-hmm. and have dinner and be like, oh yeah, no, his, his head's in a box. Yeah. Like Don on like Third and Eighteenth Street. Yeah. Just go fucking you know pick up yeah. your dead dead friend there. Oh your yeah. Dead father. Oh yeah. It's uh it's pretty. The first season is like of of all those midday narcos. shootouts. Yeah, those uh, those shootouts in the street. Yeah. Uh, um, and then you see the du- the du- you see the duality of the character mm-hmm. um, of him just being uh, like a family man, but yeah. also being like this in- this guy who's like because he establishes his dominance uh, over like the military and police. Yeah, in the first like literally the first two minutes of the series, <laughs> it's fairly quick. It's quick, and he's like, "Do you know who the fuck I am?" Yeah, Escobar start, did not fuck around. Yeah, he's like, "If you don't know who I am, he goes, I know everything about you." He goes, "I know, I know who your wife is, I know, I know who your daughters are, I know what schools schools they go to, it's blah blah." Heat. And he's like, "Yeah," he goes, "Yeah, yeah. I'll," he goes, "I'll, I'll make sure they're raped and killed." Like he's like, <laughs> "Man, I don't care." That's like, uh, I mean, like I, I do like when they don't glorify that guy, like when they when they villainize him in a show. Yeah, now, I'm, I'm not sure if that's if that's how he's portrayed in the show, but like I was as a kid, everybody, like I think I was late to the party with the Godfather. Like I was again a Miami Vice guy. Yeah, I like no, I'm, no, I'm, kind of I'm the exact same way. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was uh, into the, I was into Miami Vice. Like I was hooked on that show. Yeah, so we were like onto the cop side. Yeah, like we liked watching the undercover. Yeah, cop Don Johnson was my dealer. style hero. Yeah, he's, he's yeah. your style hero. Yeah, I mean no socks and loafers. Yeah, pink, white pink, suit. Yeah, white suit. And then he drove, he drove a Ferrari, shirts. man. That, 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 um, I, I looked at that guy and I'm like, I'm like, my, cause my female cousins like just loved Miami Vice, right? Yeah. And I said, yeah, if I want to be, if I want to be anyone, I'd be want to be a uh, Sonny Crockett. Yeah, Sonny Crockett. Man, and like Crockett's theme, oh, like, cro- like not the Miami Vice t- theme, Crockett's Crockett's theme. theme is so cool. Yeah. Like I remember when I heard that in Grand Theft Auto again, I was like, oh my god, they're using it. Holy yeah. shit! Like his driving music. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, it's insane, man. Yeah, it's man. so cool. So like we were into the good guys. Yeah. Like I mean I was I have no shame saying I was a white hat guy. Mm-hmm. I was not a black hat guy. No. I mean there were very few villains in movies I did like. Like I, I like John Wayne in um, uh, what's that? High Plains Drifter. High Plains Yeah. Like that kind. Of, not John Wayne. Sorry, Clint Eastwood, where he's like the ultimate fucking bad guy, mm-hmm. but he's from a good guy's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like it's he, like he's a very like he's an anti. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, right? But I always cheered for the good guys. Mm-hmm. And like again, late to the party for the Godfather. I did not like those characters. You're all a bunch of fucking drug dealers. Yeah. Uh, see, I was different. I, I looked at, um, I was, uh, yeah, obviously because I grew up with, uh, I guess I grew up with Miami Vice. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't, didn't become, I didn't start becoming a movie like, like junkie mm-hmm. until about 1980. I'd say like, like movies infected me every time I watched them, but it's yeah. until I went on my own and be like, you know what, I'm just going to keep watching as many movies as I can. It was about 1988, 89. I can see that. And that's when I started, that's when um, I was told that you have to watch The Godfather. 
Yeah, we were like 10, 11 years yeah, old. Yeah, so I watched one and two, mm-hmm. and I was like, these. I looked at them, I'm like, I just I just love the craft. I was watching that movie, I'm like, this, I'm like, I'm lost in their their world. Yeah. And I mean, so, it, granted, it looked amazing. It, yeah, exactly. Well so, directed. Yeah, and but you're right. I was like, these guys are ass- these guys are idiots. Yeah, like I mean, I think that's why I never really I watched The Sopranos, but I watched it more for like the storytelling. Yeah. I I like Tony Soprano was a fucking he's a bad guy. Yeah. I mean, like there were there were scenes they shoot guys outside mm-hmm. of bars, like the same thing. At, uh, what's his name? Spider. In, yeah. Uh, in Goodfellas. Goodfellas. Yeah. Like the same the same dude there. What's his name? Uh... Uh, the kid, the kid, the kid who gets shot by Pesci in Goodfellas. He's, uh, he's oh yeah, 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 in in Sopranos too, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. But like they they kill a guy in the street for just like saying the wrong thing. I'm like you guys are a like you guys are fucking bad guys. Yeah, because I, when I saw when I saw I didn't give Sopranos a chance. Mm-hmm. But I just uh, um, uh, but every time I saw it, I was like, man, they're just copying Goodfellas. Yeah, pretty much, pretty I much. Mean, uh, yeah, but obviously. Th- Probably they weren't, and they, you know, it was just its own thing. I don't, I don't know, right? It focused more on the fan, the, the what being a gangster does to you and yeah. all that stuff, right? Like what, what that that kind of like that same thing you said—the two lives, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, so your two worlds are gonna collide. Yeah, like on one the, side you want to be a decent family man, but like you're also a drug dealing crime lord. Exactly. So yeah. they it's focused more on the day to day dramatized like drama of like being that lifestyle, right? Yeah. Not the not the action and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So they're like mini movies, like mini Goodfellas. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Like um. Well, it's really the same idea, right? Pretty, pretty much the same idea. Like, really the same idea. You're following like uh, the life of a guy who's, yeah. on one hand, like kind of a, a bad husband yeah. and a shitty father. Yeah. And then on the other hand, he's like a, a piece of shit crime lord. Yeah. But he wants to be a better father and a better husband, but it's mm-hmm. just not in him to be that. Oh, yeah. And I think that was the draw for me to see like, what's going to happen to this guy? Yeah. But like, I, I didn't watch with any kind of sympathy at all. Like, I mean, to me, it's just- Oh, yeah. I have no sympathy for these characters. Oh, no, not at all. Yeah. Which I don't think was like, I think that was what was great about Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. Is like, you you really didn't have sympathy for them. No, you can't. You can't. And that's it, the point of the show. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. Because it, it uh, you're right, because Goodfellas establishes that, you know what, if you, these are the consequences of what happens. Everyone <laughs> will turn on you. Yep. And then the, he goes, uh, if you say if you rat them out, mm-hmm. they're gonna be hunted. So yeah, it's like you know what these characters, yeah, they're scumbags. If you do if you do the wrong thing, yeah, the whole the whole thing, your whole life's gonna turn upside down. And that's what happens because it's a character driven story. The story gets turned upside down. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And what's his life? I mean, yeah. he went from being like a like a grade A money carrying motherfucker yeah. into being like a guy who's you know in Miami with a fake name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, a fake name and his robe there, just getting his paper. Exactly. And then going, going, wall go, break. yeah, going on Howard Stern and just uh, telling him telling the life story of uh, yeah of Henry Hill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> This yeah. is this is how I turn into a piece of shit. Yeah, and maintain being a piece of shit. Yeah, I think um, and I think when I when I watched uh, um, when I watched The Godfather, I was mm-hmm. like, um, I remember telling my cousin, I was like, I'm watching these movies. Like, what do you think? And I'm like, I think it's great. Um, uh, but I think like this is like this is a book version of like, um, what g- real mafia and gangsters are all about. I'm like, yeah, if, yeah. If, if I, this looks it's like a visual book. <clears throat> okay, so it was like I was reading a novel. Yeah, when I was watching that movie, right. I mean, in a pretty good translation of a novel. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm, re- I'm reading the book on how to become like about mafia and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But then after that, I watched Scarface. Yeah, again, and like I think that's also why I appreciate Scarface. Yeah, and because I, he, yeah. he not to interrupt you. No, but sorry, go ahead. Yeah. It is a story of a guy who's got nothing else. Yeah, he's got. I mean, what else is he going to do with his life? Yeah, exactly. And in in his world, he doesn't think he can do anything else. Mm-hmm. So he ends up being a crime kingpin, despite all the other people who kept him down. When they were kingpins and he was a nobody, like a yeah. dishwasher, right? Exactly. I mean, that's like that's almost like uh, he's a creature of his environment. Yeah, exactly. Whereas when I watch Goodfellas, I'm like, you're like that second generation, especially like Michael. Yeah, Michael could have just walked away mm-hmm. at any time. Michael could have walked away. Oh, and Godfather. And Godfather. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, my, yeah, Godfather. Sorry, mm-hmm. Michael could have just walked away whenever. Yeah, exactly. Especially when what's his name, the lawyer there, uh, the, the Irish, the Irish Jewish guy. 
Oh, uh, shit. Uh, fuck. God, I'm, I'm drawing all oh, kinds of yeah, blanks today. Yeah, go ahead. But keep going. Yeah, yeah. But when he's like, oh, there's this great thing out there now that I think we can get into. It's called narcotics. I'm like, you fucking drug dealers, man. Yeah. You're a bunch of scumbags. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's why I, I don't, I couldn't watch Godfather. I just, mm-hmm. I'm not, I couldn't watch it. I'm like, I don't care about these people. Mm-hmm. Great performances. Oh, Vito yeah. Corleone, two great actors, two great performances. Yeah. But you're all a bunch of drug dealing scumbags. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like, I, um, I can appreciate like the, um, because I think like those movies can take you on a ride. Mm-hmm. And depending on what kind of ride it is, yeah. like you know, like like if they were all like, like if I would say this, like if uh, like if if mafia movies were like coffee, yeah, I think the one that had the best flavor overall for me would probably be Godfather Part Two. Yeah. After that, um, I'd probably a little bit sweeter would be uh, um, would probably be uh, Goodfellas. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, if you put too much, like if you, sometimes if you're in the mood for like a sweet coffee or whatever, yeah. like a Vietnamese coffee or something like that. But sometimes you can't. But you can't drink it all the time. It's Scarface. <laughs> it's Scarface. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and again, like that's my my point is always that it's the glorification I don't appreciate. Yeah. Like I don't appreciate when you try to pass them off as good guys. Like Sonny dying in The Godfather, fuck them. Yeah. But like watching Scarface get murdered by a bunch of cops and bad guys, or whatever happens. I mean, like watching watching Scarface, you're like, well, you can see that his life is gonna go to shit. Yeah. And it does. It does. It absolutely does. It's not so much a glorification. It's just like a it's like a cautionary tale. Yeah, because yeah, because yeah, because Scarface is rise and fall. It's rise and fall. Yeah, and that's like Goodfellas as well, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's a cautionary tale. Yeah, you know, so I I do appreciate that, but I don't appreciate the glorification angle, mm-hmm. which I think is just what you get from The Godfather. The God, and not to take away from the filmmaking, it's a beautiful piece of filmmaking, mm-hmm. but it's also a movie about a bunch of shitbags. Yeah, and I don't think it ever gets it never gets called out for being a movie about a bunch of shitbags. Mm-hmm. It's like when you do call it The Godfather, everybody's like, "Well, what's wrong with you? Why didn't you like The Godfather?" Francis Ford Coppola, what the fuck, man? Mario Puzo. Yeah. Like, well, you're all scumbags. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's um. Uh. There's. I think with. Uh. It's weird because with Scarface, it's a. Uh, um. It's based. Scarface is based. It was written by. Um. <coughs> excuse me. Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Mm-hmm. Um. In the midst of a cocaine. <laughs> a binge. Cocaine binge. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Uh, so whatever the hell he saw. Yeah. And then he went on coke and wrote a story about it. I think, granted, like that's a guy who had a lot of issues before that. Exactly. I mean, that guy's walking. He's walking PTSD. PTSD. Right. Like pretty much what? Like less than a decade before he writes Scarface. Absolutely. Yeah. Know? So, um, so what he saw and what he experienced. Yeah. And then putting that on film, mm-hmm. Scarface is actually a fucking miracle. It is a miracle. Uh, yeah. But Oliver Stone, man, Oliver Stone is a miracle. He's a miracle. I mean, like when you think of the the close proximity of uh, Platoon, Scarface, and Conan the Barbarian. Yeah. All written by Oliver Stone. All very different movies. Yeah. All masterpieces. Masterpieces. As far as I'm concerned. Yeah. People always like, I mean, I've got a cousin of mine who didn't quite buy into into the idea that Conan the Barbarian was a masterpiece, mm-hmm. but it reinvigorated the swords and sandals Absolutely, genre. yeah. And, and, it gave, and it gave it legs. It gave it legs, man. Yeah. I mean, like, people really need to rewatch that now to appreciate, like, how well it's, it's shot, directed, written, acted. Like, Arnold acted in that movie. Yeah. And it's just incredible. They oh, yeah. Like, like Platoon. Very different movie. Mm-hmm. But again, it's like, it's a cautionary tale. It is, yeah. Like, your brain will break when you go yeah, to war. Yeah, exactly. Well, what was the Vietnam War like? I'm like, yeah. well, yeah, you can watch Apocalypse Now. Yeah, but you like, could. Yeah, but like, yeah. Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now is like, I don't know, they're different, but like, man, they're, they're just both so powerful. It's, and that's that's rare that two like Vietnam movies are that different. Are that different. Apocalypse Now to me is always like a fairy tale. Yeah, because Apocalypse Now is taken from uh, the, other, the other story um, by... Um, um, Joseph Conrad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you could see that you've read you bought you read Heart of Darkness. I'm assuming, right? Uh yeah, the, like the old, like the original, the, the original Conrad Heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, um, it's weird hearing uh 
hearing the actual lines and how they took it from the that book. But you can hear the, the lines from the book are actually in the movie and how they like form it. Yeah, somehow. I mean, it's really like it's no, it's not nearly like line for line by any means. Not at and all. Heart of Darkness is very, very different than Apocalypse Now. Yeah, but the heart of Heart of Darkness is in Apocalypse. It's now. in Apocalypse Now. Yeah, yeah. It, it is. The, yeah, it's basically the heart of it. Yeah, and uh, the, very much like Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, like, pretty, it's yeah. not your Conan. Yeah, if you read Savage Sword to Conan and then Conan Tales and all that kind of stuff, it, Conan the Barbarian, uh, Schwarzenegger is not the comic book by any means. No. But the essence of it is there. Mm-hmm. The same way Heart of Darkness is in Apocalypse. Exactly. Now. Yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's it's great. It's great that like you know like you can watch, um, yeah. Like there's there's uh, there's Platoon. There's Heart of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Uh, there's Platoon. There's um, Apocalypse Now. And would you would you throw uh, Full Metal Jacket in there? Yeah, very differently though. Yeah. Like Full Metal Jacket was um was it no it wasn't it wasn't Vietnam though was it? God, I can't. Remember. You know what? It Here, is Vietnam. No, it I'm is gonna, it is Vietnam. Full disclosure. Full disclosure, I have seen Full Metal Jacket one time, years ago. Okay. Years and years ago. And I think I always mistake the the Grenada stuff in um, Heartbreak Ridge mm-hmm. with, full, with Full Metal Jacket. What'd you think of, uh, what'd you think of Hacksaw Ridge? Uh, not Hacksaw Ridge, but Heartbreak Ridge. Oh, no, yeah, sorry, I was but, going off topic, <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah, I haven't seen Hacksaw Ridge either. Okay, me either. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen You haven't seen it? No. Yeah, I haven't got around to it. I mean, it's not that I'm, I'm avoiding it, I just never got around to it. Yeah. But um, yeah, I always mistake... Like a lot of the stuff, because Full Metal Jacket to me is like the dark, gritty version of Heartbreak Ridge. Mm-hmm. You know, you got like a, a drill uh, sergeant. Yeah, yeah, you know what? I could see that. Yeah, yeah. who's kind of like, you know, really hard on his guys. You got a bunch of guys who won't conform. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody ends up getting fucked up, and then they end up going to war. Yeah. And then there's a there's a whole thing that happens. And some characters you grow up, or you, you watch a movie with die off, and yeah. some guys who should have died don't die. Yeah. But um, yeah, like it's weird to like kind of correlate uh, Mario Van Peebles with um, Matthew Modine. But they're kind of the same character. They are kind of the same character. Yeah. yeah so that, there's, there's a lot yeah. of that. What was his name? The dude. The dude who. Uh, the kind of like really effeminate, skinny guy is essentially like the the meathead, D'Onofrio. Oh, uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Gomer Pyle. Yeah, private the, pile. Yeah, the private pile. Yeah. yeah, he's essentially the uh, the effeminate dude. Yeah. from uh, oh from yeah, Harper yeah. Ridge. Abs- yeah, absolutely. Except he doesn't go nuts and kill a bunch of people. Yeah, or as Joel Sargent. Yeah, but he's the same like kind of the same character. Oh yeah, but yeah, I, I just I always confuse us too. Yeah, yeah. Full disclosure, man. I've seen Full Metal Jacket one time, straight through beginning to end. Yeah, but um, since then I've seen bits and pieces. But yeah, never again. I, I don't know. What's I'm, one movie you've you've only had to see once, and it, it's like a it's so awesome, but. Uh, you can't see it again. I can't see it again. You're just like you know what? Once was enough, oh, and it's man. like, but it, but it, it it hit you really hard. You're like, you know what? That was enough. Just really got into there, huh? Yeah, and you're like, you know what? There's no need to watch it again. God, I'm unless I'm, I would, but you'd you'd watch it if another person you know hadn't watched it before. Hadn't watched it before. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a real thinker, man. Because yeah. like usually I kind of like the the ones I do watch or do enjoy a lot, I watch over and over again. Yeah, me too. I'm really bad like that. Like I I've I was told by people who know that I watch my favorite movies over and over again that I destroy movies mm-hmm. I don't see it that way mm-hmm. to me it's like every time I watch something there's a nuance to it that I'm yeah. picking up again right? mm-hmm. how about you what's yours what's your one that was the big one that I watched and I only had to watch it once and I was blown away by it and I'm like you know what I don't have to watch that again I'm good yeah yeah um, uh, Requiem for a Dream Oh, that is a good call. Yeah. That's a really good call. Yeah. Ass to ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I did. I, I only actually did see that one time. Yeah. Yeah, holy shit. No, you're bang on. I saw that movie one time, and the impact of it was so great. Yeah. Drugs will fuck you up. Yeah. Yeah. That movie- uh, In uh, all of its forms. Yeah, I moved that yeah. movie. That movie just like shook me, and I was like- Yeah. Like, at the end, myself, my two cousins, and my brother watching it, and we're like, 
at the end of it, we're like, holy shit, that movie was phenomenal. Weirdly enough, too, it's one of the few movies I think I've seen one time that I can almost recall beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Like, right from them moving the TV, yeah. right to, like, the end when everything goes bad. Yeah. Man, that's a wild one, man. That's that's a good call. Yeah. How about you? Man, I, I don't know if I can top that. I'm trying to think No, of, it's not about top it. Yeah, just like, is there any movie you can think of? Or even come close to it. Yeah, I can't really think well, of it. Well, that is like one that. for you, though. Yeah. I, that is, that's definitely one for me. Anything like that? Man, I off the top of my head... I can't think of anything like that that I w- I've only seen the one time. Think of it like you know you want like you know what um um like I don't have to watch it. Yeah, I don't. It's, need it's, to watch it's it special again. to me. Like I'm gonna lock it away and just like never watch it again. Man, that's wild. You know what? One movie that was like that with me that I just never revisited, but I really enjoyed the first time I saw it, and I don't think I've seen it more than once mm-hmm. um, from beginning to end. And I didn't watch it in theaters. Dances with Wolves. Oh, that yeah, yeah. I think I've seen it like one time. I've I seen just, it once. Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like I watched it, and I was like, you know what? This is a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Like it's just like everything about it, all the beats, all the all, even the part when he meets the wolf and tries to like coax it into his little area there, mm-hmm. right down to when he joins the the Indians and then goes off and tries to avoid the winter and all that kind of shit. Yeah, I really enjoyed it, beginning to end. It was on TV when I was in the UK um, a couple months ago. And it was just one of those parts where you turn it on, and they're in the uh, they're in the teepee. Yeah, they're all kind of like they're all, all talking about what's going on. He looks over and he sees the two the two of them like fucking in one corner. Yeah, they stare at him. He's like, oh shame. And he looks away. I'm like, oh, holy shit! Like you remember all of it. Yeah, it's just oh, a yeah. really good movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. What, what movie do you think you've seen the most? Rewatched the most. Oh, that's easy. Uh, Conan the Barbarian. Conan the Barbarian. I've watched that movie so much. Like I mean, there was a time when I was a little angry in my in my, in my life there. Yeah. Around like like the the early early two thousands, and uh, I watched Conan the Barbarian and Fight Club almost on a loop. Yeah, I watched those two movies so much that it was like it was, it was just ingrained. It was playing in my head. I was dreaming those movies. Yeah, I don't know why. It was just in one of those places in my mind where, like, it was a weird breakup and just uh, I was not in the job that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I was uh, going from one type of security to a different type of security, and the place I went to kind of like brought me in on a lie. Yeah, and like I was, I was, I felt like a whore, man. I was getting paid really well, and I didn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, fuck it. And every day was just like a buddy of mine is training very hard, and uh, he's powerlifting, and he's a huge Conan fan. Yeah, and I was a huge Conan fan. We kind of didn't know it. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, like I was talking about it one day, he's like, "Fuck, it, my favorite movie of all time." And the two of us, like, all we did was just, just train hard and quote Conan. Yeah, that was it. And uh, Fight Club was happening a lot. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed Fight Club too. Mm. Oh, okay. yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, it was really a weird time in my life. But oh. I watch those movies a lot. Yeah, and uh, even now, I think before that was Return of the Jedi and Weird Science. Mm-hmm. Both cassettes I had burned them both out. Oh yeah, Weird Science was a <laughs> yeah. Weird was a Science is yeah. a great one. Yeah, uh, we've talked about that too. How I was never a John Hughes fan of like uh, Pretty in Pink or. Like Ferris Bueller. Yeah. I was a huge weird science fan because they were fucking weird. Yeah. And like I wasn't a normal kid. I didn't fit in with anybody else. Yeah. So I would be Gary or Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Build a fucking weird genie in my basement. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, like I, I kind of related to them more than I would to Ferris Bueller. Okay. I always thought it was a bit of a dick. Yeah. So yeah, those oh, two cassettes are burnt out. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's a dick, man. Oh, man. Uh, Ferris Bueller. I, ca- I can't say. He's a bad friend. He skipped school. He burns through his parents' money. Mm-hmm. Where's he getting all that money from? Like he trashes his buddy's car. Well, he gets his buddy to trash his own car. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he's like he's like a demon. Mm-hmm. He's essentially like a like a like a, an incubus. Yeah. On his buddy there is what's his name? The nerdy one, Cam. Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. Cameron. He's he's an incubus on his car. He's sucking all the fun out of Cameron. Like he's he's literally as that movie progresses, he's eating Cameron's life force mm-hmm. until Cameron like rejects everything, and throws a car into a ditch. Yeah. 
I don't like Ferris Bueller. No, that's fine. He's a shitty boyfriend. He's a shitty friend. He's a shitty student. He's a shitty son. Okay. Everything about that guy's awful. Okay. Uh, Entitled okay, fucking well, preppy little piece of shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me give you mine. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. What's yours? Okay, number one, the movie that I've seen the most. Yeah. Is Ferris Bueller's Day Off? Oh no okay, way! So, yeah, because I, wow. I I grew up with it, uh-huh. and I watched it religiously. Um, I acted like I him. In, I acted like him in school, in, like, in, in, in elementary school. I actually pretended I was like him. Would you just like stare into space and start talking? Yeah, I would just I would use his lines and I try to fit him into like everyday everyday uh, <laughs> wow. conversations. Oh man, that took a turn. Yeah, then um, I think my second yeah my second one is probably Highlander. Great movie. Yeah, and number three would be The Lost Boys. God, those are those are really good ones. And then, because uh, that's when I was in like my movie, like like I just watched them all. Like that's when I was I became addicted. Yeah. And number four was Akira. Yeah, that's a really good. Yeah, one. I remember that's, I've that's seen those movies one. like just um over and like, like Ferris. If, if it came on the TV right now, mm-hmm. I from the very start I would I could talk I could give you the whole script and you're good to go. I could I could do a voiceover. That is that is a impressive. Dub. I said yeah, <laughs> a dub. <laughs> you could do a dub. I could do a dub. That's pretty impressive, man. That's pretty good. But I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It's, it's good that you like your friends. Oh yeah, it's yeah. ingrained. <laughs> yeah, it's ingrained in your head. It's ingrained in my head. Man, I was um like we had a convenience store. Obviously, like all immigrants had a convenience store. Yeah, one time or another. But, uh, yeah. One time or another. I wish we had one. Well, we we ran a Max, mm-hmm. and um that was when the rent a movies Max had a whole program called Rent a Movie where you yep. could just walk into a Max, uh, give them whatever your credit card or whatnot, and just rent a video cassette. Mm-hmm. In the box and all that shit. I think everybody really did. All the convenience stores kind of did that. Their oh, version yeah. of it. Yep. But um, we had videos there, and I mean that was like what you did. You walked in one day, you looked at the shelf, and I would just tell my dad I'm taking that one. He'd be like, whatever. I'll just take it and go, right? Mm-hmm. And that was like how you watched your movies back then. Yep. So I had access to video cassettes, and I got to watch all that stuff when I was younger and all mm-hmm. that. But I didn't really get into movies as an adult until DVDs came out. Mm-hmm. I had a weird like a weird gap where you rent them and stuff, but I mean. You know, it's renting movies and getting your late fees and shit. I was bad for that kind of stuff. Yeah. But DVDs, man, are really where I came back to movies mm-hmm. and rewatched like everything. Oh yeah. I mean, Raji, Raji, who's been here a couple of times, friend of the show, good buddy of ours. He remembers my old box I had in the back. It was just a big box full of DVDs. Mm-hmm. Then one day I was like, "Fuck it!" It all went to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. Give it, give it to somebody who's gonna make some money off it. Yeah. But yeah, I got pretty addicted for a little. Oh while. yeah, yeah. I was just a. Uh, um, yeah, I I don't know what it is. I just find that it's uh when I was a kid it was. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it was like it was. It was a time when like I wasn't. I just really want to like be under just like just focus on like you know like. Um. Okay. One movie's gonna be scary. One movie's gonna be hilarious. Like, what yeah. am I in the mood? What do I want to do today? Do I want to be? Do I want to laugh? Or do I want like there was? I had that kind of mood. I'm like only yeah. a mo- only a movie can provide that for me. I totally understand that yeah. too. Like, I mean, there were the times when you'd be like, I'm gonna watch something really scary. But I gotta get a comedy too because I don't want to get fucked up when I go to bed. Yeah. Exactly. Like, I don't have nightmares. So I'm gonna get a comedy. I want to cleanse my brain afterwards. Oh yeah, and uh, and with sleepovers and like yeah. you know getting together with your boy, like we just rent movies all the time, and yeah. we'd be like, now it's like, we would uh, even to this day on WhatsApp messages, we just post group post pictures of like eighties movies that we used to watch or use lines from them. Yeah, and uh, like yeah, and it's still ingrained. And I think and another one that I used to that I, after um, that last one mm-hmm. would be uh, the eighty nine Batman. Man, eighty nine Batman is great. Yeah, I I can to this day I'm like you know what if it's on fucking watch the whole thing. You're gonna go through beginning ten. I'll go through or wherever 10. it's on. Wherever it's on, I'm like watch it. I'm Let like it you know, I'm like I'll see you in forty five. I'll see you in fifty minutes. I gotta watch the end of this. <laughs> I gotta I got see the whole thing. Yeah, man, I, I like that one a lot. Uh, I've said it before. Batman Returns, though, my favorite Batman. Batman Returns is awesome. It's just God. It was so it's so brutal. Yeah, I, I really liked it more when I found out that people didn't like it. Like when parents groups were like, "What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Batman's murdering clowns." No, you know what they're that. saying. They're like, "What have you done with our Batman?" Yeah, what have you done with our Batman? Yeah, fuck you. It's not your Batman. 
Hey, speaking of Batman, here the old uh, Adam West got left off the Oscars in memor- in memoriam. Fucking like, that's a disgrace. That's gross, man. Yeah. Like, Adam West. Adam West is a a TV style icon for a lot of people. You know what? To be honest, uh, the Oscars and all that bullshit, man. I don't even care anymore. Man, I uh, how about yeah? What's your opinion on that? Yeah, I've I've said it here with you a bunch of times. The Oscars, the Oscars, um, ticket sales, the money behind movies. All bullshit. It's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. Yeah. Anybody who has an Oscar in their hand and thinks they earned it by any means, mm. you earned it because you acted in it, and then the studio spent a shit ton of money and all their influence to make sure that the right people voted for it. Yeah. So that like you know they could have an Oscar winner in the next movie or uh, oh yeah, somebody scratching something. Oh yeah, back. it's it's a it's a cyclic like um, there's a, there's a thread that goes through all the whole that whole absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. And it was uh, it went back to when um the dude. I again fucking brain farts today, man. It's not working right. But I got into a huge argument with a bunch of guys about when uh, Mark Rylance won for Bridge of Spies. Yeah, a couple years back, and it was like a crappy role that he won for. And the role was like a half-ass. Is all right, but he sniffles the entire time. Tom Hanks is in it. Um, he like gets him out of like a, a Russian or like East Berlin or West Berlin. What the fuck it was? Wait, did he he won for what? Best supporting actor. And I think that was the one where he he beat Stallone for best supporting actor. Oh, for Creed. For Creed. And I thought to myself, like, Stallone gave the much better performance, not just as a Stallone fan, but legitimately gave a better performance than Mark Rylance in Bridge yeah. of Spies, because Spielberg wanted an Oscar winner for BFG, mm-hmm. a shit fucking animated movie that came out after that. Yeah. But they needed to have Oscar winner uh, Mark Rylance as the BFG. Yeah. So you can be damn sure that pockets were filled or, like, favors oh, were made yeah. to get Mark Rylance to win that thing over Stallone for Creed. Yeah, because they're because like winning the Oscar, the Oscar is a... Uh, it's like a golden ticket. Yep. Because like that, the money's gonna follow that thing. Exactly. So whose hands? Whose hands are we to put that in there? Right. Yep. Is it Stallone gonna make like another like hundred million dollar plus like a blockbuster? Not the next year. Not the next year, right? So is he, is this guy? Could we put him in the next James Bond movie? Probably. Like who knows? Whatever it is, right? Like, dude, since we we're kids, it's yeah. like video Bullshit. cassettes or whatever movie posters. Oscar winner, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Oscar winner. Um, John Stone, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck it was, yeah. right? On a movie poster, mm-hmm. and then you get like five star reviews. Like that's that's what you get. Yeah, directed by best uh, by Oscar winner for best picture, blah blah blah. In this, it's like whoever you're getting, that's like it's a badge you're putting on your poster. Exactly, yeah. it says we have quality people making a quality film, even though the quality film is a piece of shit. Exactly, which I uh, which turned out. So I mean, ever since then, I've kind of like made a big a big stance about it. Like Oscars and movie ticket sales and all that is all bullshit. Mm-hmm. None of it matters. Ask Quentin Tarantino and uh, the Hateful Eight his little war with Disney, trying to get his movie into that theater he wanted out in L.A. Yeah, I mean it's it's all like all these things are bought and paid for by the the biggest. Oh yeah, it's it's total bullshit. I agree with you. It's all BS. Yeah, like if you haven't seen Hateful Eight, go go watch it. Yeah, go watch Hateful Eight. Jesus Christ, what a fucking great movie! Watch Kurt Russell destroy a a piece of history. Oh yeah, guitar he smashes to turn out to be the real guitar. That was the I think it was like on loan from the Smithsonian. That uh, the one that what's her name is playing. Yeah, he picks it up and he just destroys it, like in a scene. And like the guy from the Smithsonian is like, "The fuck did he just do?" Yeah, how much like worth? A, oh, it was well into the millions, man. It was like a, it was a very, I mean, more than what it was worth. It was like like a priceless artifact of of music. Mm-hmm. Like it was like if Indiana Jones picked up that little golden thing and you know, smashed it to bits, thinking yeah. it was, I'll I'll show Doctor Octopus smash this thing of fucking bits. Yeah, that like, was, oh, it. was that thing's it's priceless. Yeah, I think I think I think actually I think that's one of the best detective stories, the detective movies I've like I've ever seen. 
Oh yeah, it's it's so Hitchcockian. Like it's a it's if, a if that's a, a term, Hitchcockian but like, yeah. bottle episode detective story, mm-hmm. and it's incredible. Oh yeah, yeah, it's really quite good. I know. Yeah, and you know I just watched the other day. It was Vertigo. Oh yeah, Vertigo's really good. Too. Vertigo's fantastic. Vertigo's really good. Yeah. Vertigo's got such great. I mean, that, the um the pan zoom thing they do. Yeah. To get to to make you feel make weird. Feel weird and stuff like that. <laughs> it's oh, it's really fucking, good. Because yeah, I have Vertigo. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. And so uh um not it like. I can jump out of like uh, I could I've gone hang gliding and stuff like that. That stuff doesn't bother me. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's more of a depth perception thing. A yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So like um I can, like you know climbing ladders and stuff like mm-hmm. high ladders and being on like, top, like a rooftop rooftops and looking over. Yeah. That stuff like you know I have to get over that. Yeah. But uh, um, man, I was like watch this movie and I'm like man this this is just a good movie. Oh yeah. yeah. That's that's really quite good. Yeah. What was the um the the Mel uh the the knockoff there. Oh, the, the it was like, God, there's a really a really weird name to it, but there's like a knockoff comedy, a Mel Brooks knockoff comedy of Vertigo. Yeah, there that, was. <laughs> I remember watching it as a kid, and I watched it again recently too. And again, because today is a day of not remembering shit. That ginseng man coming down off the ginseng. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had a really like I was like a busy last two days, and today I was like super tired. And this morning, at, like. Like six thirty, I popped some ginseng before I trained, mm-hmm. and I, I think I'm coming off all that shit now. Oh, really? So my brain is just like, no, hey. my yeah, no, honestly, man, I'm like, uh, I had, uh, I went, out, I got off an hour early with my friend, and I we smoked some weed, and I was like, you know what, I'm just coming off it, like, just like right now. Worried about now? Yeah. So yeah, it's like the brains just ain't working right. I'm still co- I'm coherent. I'm assuming, right? You are coherent. Okay, you are coherent. Excellent. Uh, my coffee has not clearly not kicked in, but um, yeah, there's a. You should have phoned me. I would have picked, picked you up at Starbucks. Oh, I would have worked out. Got that. Well, I, I make. I, yeah, well, I don't. Yeah, I, I live by one. So I, I, I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. It worked out. But yeah, that would that would have been all right to uh, to get a Starbucks to kick the kickstart the old brain. Exactly. Throw some butter in there and mix it up. <laughs> that, uh, that bulletproof coffee. Yeah. Old uh, old friend of the show Doug is massive on that right now. Uh, what did I read about? I was reading about um, how Caitlyn Jenner looks like Natalie Portman or vice versa. Oh You noticed man. that? How weird that guy. Yeah. Like what? I was like in a few articles this week. Like, I, I don't know, like, who, who started that, but all of a sudden everybody's talking about how they look alike. I don't know, man. It's like, weird, man. I'm so... That bums me out. Like, I, I have a hard time looking at... Natalie Portman's a, an attractive, talented actress. Yeah, and yeah, and I yeah, I, I know exactly but, what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, I, look I, at her, I love like, Natalie Portman. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fucking Caitlyn Jenner all of a sudden. Yeah. It's weird I, to me. Yeah, exactly. I don't have a, I don't have a crush on, on Natalie Portman like, you know, most people do. Anymore I, or... Ever? Anymore. Okay, anyway. I just, uh... Um, if I was like a, if I was in Hollywood and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and I was like really popular, yeah, I'd actually want to meet her and just be like, hey, you know what? You... Harvard graduate. Yeah, Harvard graduate. What's going on uh, there, yeah, I, I, I totally locked out in Hollywood, but uh, at least it gives me a chance to see people I like. I actually think I admire, who I think are really cool. I think that's like the the fun part about being a famous actor or actress with a little bit of pull. Yeah. Not the uh, you know standing in a door with your robe open like a piece of shit. Yeah. But actually like meeting somebody you'd want to work with and making good content based off of good people. Yeah, exactly. And uh, um, not enough of that happens though. No, no, not at all. I'd be like, I w- I'd just be like, hey, how's it going? Yeah. Well, the thing is, this is what you'd wish you'd be anyway, right? Yeah. So like, um, you know, like, when they go on talk shows, you'd be like, yeah, you worked with uh, Raj, uh, Raj Sango or whatever, right? Yeah. Like, what was he like? I'm like, I'm like, oh, he's like the, he's like the coolest guy. He's the coolest guy, man. Yeah. Like I was watching uh, Kevin Hart was on Conan the other day, and he had a dinner with like Chris Rock, Dave Chappelle, Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. um, fucking. There were like a few more guys, like well-known comedians were there, uh, not like Mike Epps and fucking Cat Williams, but like no. well-known people. Yeah. I'm looking at, I think to myself, like, how fucking cool is that? Oh yeah, like you as just cool people having dinner together, just being cool people, yeah. laughing at Eddie Murphy's jokes. Yeah, he's like, we just sat around like listening to Eddie talk. 
Like, God damn. Fuck, man. I don't. I, that that would be uh, that'd be wicked. But at the same time, it's like it's intimidating. That, I mean, really, it is. Yeah, because I think like when like uh, you know, when when I'm in a situation where like everyone's like everyone there is like comedic, right? Like you know, mm-hmm. I'm, and then because I, I, I usually I'm the one in a in a group where I'm like you know I'll say if something funny or whatever, yeah. right? Uh, but being in that group, <laughs> that is intimidating. Trying to keep up. Well, that's what he's saying. He goes like, everybody's funny. Like yeah. everybody there is like, we're all like, seven of us are all funny people. Mm-hmm. But you'll never see a group of guys like that where like seven of you or six of you are in awe of like Eddie Murphy. Yeah, like that guy is just he's like everything he does. He's not a stand-up anymore, or at least he's not a performing stand-up anymore. But he's still got great material he's using on his friends. Yeah, and he's just killing it. Yeah, he's making six of the funniest people on the earth. Like just lose die, their yeah, shit. die of laughing, yeah. yeah, at a dinner. Mm-hmm. God, that's great, man. I know, man. I so my yeah, my wish would be like you know what, like establish like in Hollywood, it's like what you, your wish would. What, I'm assuming myself anyway, but like I would say like you know what you want to establish the like the uh, reputation, having a reputation of someone who's just like literally just chilled out. Yep. Um, be like the Brian Johnson of like of Hollywood. Just be like <laughs> you know what, no, you barely hear from him, but when but he's like the guy like that everyone wants to work with. Yeah. Um. Uh. Are you talking like Brian Johnson, the ACDC Brian Johnson? Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. he is really cool. Yeah, he's, he's like super cool. Yeah, he's got that car showing exactly. shit. Exactly. And like yeah. and like just be unassuming. Just be like, what, what do you know? Like, he's so super cool, but you don't like yeah. you, you don't know too much about him. Yeah, you really don't know anything about him except for he likes cars. Yeah, exactly. And he's and super friendly. He's super friendly. Yeah. He's nice to everybody. Yeah. He's kind of going deaf, but like exactly. whatever. Oh, whatever. Yeah, he's super fucking cool, yeah. man. And his, his comeback song he did with Muse. Yeah, how cool is that? That was wicked. They did how Black cool and Black. Yeah, Unreal. Crazy, man. Yeah, he's and he, he killed is, uh, it. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those guys who like you don't think about until you hear his voice, or you don't think about until like you see something where he, he's doing a project and you're like, God damn, like yeah, I had no idea you're so fucking cool. Yeah, and they stuck to the same recipe for music and it's, mm-hmm. it crushes. Here's uh speaking of talk shows and people who are cool, mm-hmm. uh, the old Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, was on Jimmy Fallon. I saw that. Did you see that? Yeah, we talked about how people have a theory, like a fan theory, that how, he's like, dead. No, not that he's dead. That. Kevin McAllister is Jigsaw. Is Jigsaw, yeah. <laughs> He's Jigsaw. Yeah. And Elvis in that, yeah. the fucking Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never knew that. Oh, yeah. I had no idea that was a thing. I didn't know either. And, but uh, that dude looks like Elvis. Yeah, and McCall- he just looks like a fucking, he looks like a fucking cool guy. Oh, McCall- I think Macaulay Culkin is a guy who got a bad rep for nothing. For nothing. He for didn't do anything. What did he do wrong? Yeah, I mean, it seems like he just kind of uh, walked away from fame a little bit. Yeah. And then people are just like, oh, I get it. He's a freak. Yeah. And let's like, talk about how he's a freak show. It's like, no, he's a kid who's turning into a teenager and doesn't know what the, like, he doesn't know what's going on. Yeah, you because know, you know what the thing is? Like, when, when people look at kids who are, like, really popular, they're, like, they're, they're superstars and stuff yeah. like that. I think people are like, oh, you walk away. I'm like, do, like, I'm like, like, do you have any idea what it's like to be a young kid at that age? That's and Having that much power? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're just, you're just, you're like, you know what? Just because he's not in your life anymore. Yeah. As he, as Kevin McAllister when he's like thirteen, yeah, you know what? That's that's no excuse to like hate on him for not wanting to be that guy. That kid is going through like puberty and shit. Yeah, in front of the world. In front of the world. In front of the world. Yeah, and like when he when he disappears and does something like somewhat human and normal, mm-hmm. like disappearing and smoking weed as a teenager. Yeah, it's like the world just like shits on him. Oh yeah, it's like no man, leave the, the guy fuck, alone. What the fuck were you doing in ten years? Yeah, old? you were like you were just discovering that your dick worked. Oh yeah. Maybe not a ten, but like I mean, around that age, you're like, get, I mean, you were doing nothing. Yeah. And this kid was, you know, going through some serious shit. Oh yeah. Like I think his parents took his money and all that kind of crap. And oh like, yeah, he was. Just, it was crazy. And like, you know, if you're gonna give him any attention, like, fucking give him some love. Yeah, man, give that kid some love because like he seems to have really like gotten his shit together, hardcore. He's, he's doing like, cool content. He's yeah. making cool stuff. Yeah. He's like he's doing. He's contributing more to creativity than 
fucking Bieber. Yeah. Oh, fuck who, yeah. Who genuinely should get your hate. Yeah. Oh, fuck that guy. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, man. Hey, you know who shouldn't be getting hate is McDavid there. You see those guys walking out like a, like a Joey's or something? Yeah. What they say? What they say to him again? I don't know, but like four goofballs, just like laugh. Well, they're obviously like drunk or high or just like morons. Yeah. But they're just like giggling like like a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Like making no comment. I saw the video. Yeah. yeah. Just like, hey, you're gonna get traded, man. Hey, bro. Hey, bro. You're gonna get fucking traded, bro. Yeah, and that's like, that's the future of the NHL. Yeah. Like that, that's that, the future that, of the that, NHL. Yeah. That that guy's that guy's gonna be a legend. Yeah. And you're gonna go back to your basement and play Halo and smoke weed. Yeah. Not that there's anything wrong with that, because I know like you like Halo and weed. That's what I'm doing after. <laughs> <the show>. <laughs> <laughs> I just came out. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, exactly. I know you like Halo and but weed. I love Connor McDavid. Yeah, but Connor McDavid. But what I'm getting at is like you're gonna do nothing. Like they're not you, but those kids who are, who are giggling and chuckling, like probably just turned 18, probably yeah. just figured out what alcohol is. Yeah. Illegally well, anyway. And they're just a bunch of losers in a Joey's. Yeah. Wearing tracksuits and shit. Oh, yeah. Like, and this guy's like, he's doing something, man. He's actually doing things that you dream of. You're going to go play NHL, and he's going to do that in real life. Yeah, he, he's, yeah, exactly. And that, that yeah, you had, the, you had the opportunity to talk to a superstar. Yeah. And, and be nice and cool and maybe have a decent human interaction. Yeah. They, yeah if you're a hockey fan, you know, all yeah. the players that you love, they look up to this guy. They're going to be like, this guy's, this guy's going to be the yeah. next Gretzky. And not just that, but like, he represents the NHL like an adult. Adult. Like he's he's just an like all-around decent person. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't have a chip on his shoulder. No. He's not a piece of shit. It's like, and, and you're gonna you're just going to be a piece of shit yourself when you're interacting with the guy. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Just, that's crappy. That's, well, the thing is, too, is that, you know what, the, the, those guys, like, they don't know any of what we were talking about. They won't understand it. So, you no. know what? He, he did the smart thing. He just walked away. Absolutely, like, man. Did, yeah, that was just the best thing away. to do. Just walk away. Yeah. Because, like, there's, there's no need to get in that interaction with, with those guys. Oh, yeah. I think when they interviewed Lucic, he, he had the best thing about it. He's like, I just I don't read anything you guys write. Yep. When, the, when the press is there, I don't read what you write. I don't read the comment sections. I don't go on Facebook. I don't read Twitter. Yeah. Because I, I don't fucking give a I shit. Don't, I don't care. I don't care. And that's the right way to go, man. Don't care. Yeah. Because, like, it's, it's going to kill you. Oh, yeah. Man. Cause yeah, I mean, I think uh, like Joe Rogan kind of talked about that. He goes, "Do you think I read the comment section and on YouTube below all the the friggin' screaming racist, misogynist Nazis, mm-hmm. left wing fucking social justice warriors? I don't read any of that shit." Oh no, what's the point? It's not worth your time, man. Yeah, I remember um, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, when Kobe Bryant was injured, mm-hmm. and uh, they were interviewing uh, Kevin Durant. Yeah, and they were talking about Kobe about Kobe, and then uh, Kevin Durant was like. And he goes, uh, Kobe Bryant goes, like, Kobe Bryant's one of the best players who's ever lived. Yep. And he goes, all you people just badmouth him in the media. He's like, he goes, he goes, you guys, all your guys' writing is all bullshit. Yeah, He's man. like, and he goes, he goes, you know what the sad reality is? Is that Kobe loves all the hate you guys give him. Good. Because all it does is make him better. Yeah, good. So if that's, if that, he goes, if that's your end goal, you succeeded. It's funny that you yeah. brought that up because that was uh, Kevin Hart brought that up mm-hmm. about uh, on the Conan there as well about how you got he's got courtside seats all the time mm-hmm. and all he does is talk shit to the players yeah like all he does is talk shit to them yeah and they just it's like they just use it as fuel to to smash his teams oh yeah and then just walk up and I think like James Harden kicked him mm-hmm. <laughs> like James Harden walked up and yeah. like <laughs> like mm-hmm. you know in a joking way like, yeah. kicked him the shin yeah and it was great because even the ref was like you earned that one like, oh you yeah. deserve that one oh yeah absolutely yeah and the uh, I remember I was watching the 2000, was it 12 or 13? Yeah, 2012 uh, um, All-Star Game. Mm-hmm. I think it was the last one that was in L.A. And uh, Kobe Bryant was playing. And it was, he, like, it was like, you know, it's in L.A. It's the yeah. All-Star Game. That's his, that's his that's city. That's his court, yeah. And so he went on there. And uh, usually the uh, All-Star Game is, like, pretty uh, laid back. Mm. And he played, he played seriously. And he, he put on a legit game. Yeah, he's like, fuck that. He was like, this is... <laughs> and then, uh, you, you can see all the superstars on the Western bench. They're like... Shit, man, Kobe's going for it. <laughs> and the guys on the East are like, who the hell's going to guard Kobe? Yeah. And then Kobe uh, saw LeBron. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, he goes, I'll take LeBron. 
Nice. He, he, on on defense, and he actually like deed him up properly. Really, and LeBron couldn't do anything. Man, like hearing things like that makes me want to watch like basketball again. Yeah, man, I watched basketball a lot when I was younger, and then I was just like, no, nah, I'm done. Oh yeah, I'm finished. I'm I'm done with sports. Now yeah, a little bit. yeah. There was one play where like uh, you can see Kobe Bryant just is just look eyeballing LeBron, like just yeah. eyeballing him, and uh, just he look at him. He's, he's like, <laughs> and, he's, and he starts trash talking him. Yeah. He's like, he goes, what are you going to do? He's like, you can see me. You look at him. He's like saying there. He's like, come on, man. You pass up the shot. He goes, why don't you take me one-on-one? I'm on you one-on-one. This, I'm, it was just isolation. Let's I go. love it when the, like on an all-star game, when the other player says things like, it's supposed to be for fun, you dick. <laughs> like oh, they yeah. just get crushed by somebody. Like, oh, yeah. Takes it way too seriously. Oh, yeah. Corey Bryant, he's like, there's no point. He goes, what's the point of like having it laid back? I mean, you're there to kind of like, prove why you're there oh yeah it's the all-star game yeah that's why i mean like you think about things like that i i don't want to see a fight in an all-star hockey game or all-star basketball game whatever it is mm-hmm. but i definitely want to see these guys go 100 percent. oh yeah it's like this should turn into a ridiculous game of nba jam oh yeah like everybody should be on fire all the time yeah like i can i can like the i guess the the thing is that they don't want to get there's they don't want to risk anybody getting injured no i mean you don't have yeah. to hurt yourself yeah but um there has to be some competitiveness too exactly and that's what kobe bryant brings yeah and i remember like they were playing and then uh LeBron got the ball at the top of the key, went for like he was screened, and you got he was open at at the top of the key, and he st- he shot Kobe, swatted him, <laughs> and he passed it up to Kevin Durant. Grant, Durant got a layup, or he, he got a dunk, and yeah. then uh, they came back, and Kobe was like Kobe just locked on LeBron. <laughs> and Did then, you do the uh, what was his name with the finger? Oh, oh to Kevin uh, Kevin <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> No, 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 no. Yeah, no. and then this then, is my house. <laughs> and then LeBron came back, and he went he went baseline. He was gonna go upside. He was going in. Kobe sent him right back out. <laughs> And then, uh, and then at the other end, and then whether Kobe caught a pass going to up, uh, just falling down the lane that he had the open lane, and LeBron was was right behind him, trying to block him, and mm-hmm. Kobe went up and he dunked it just before LeBron could block him. Ah, oh, beauty! And then he dunked on him, and then while he was walking backwards, he slapped LeBron on the ass. Oh, that's cold, <laughs> man. That's just like that's like some Larry Bird level shit. Oh yeah, Kobe's Kobe is the I think Kobe was the. The thing is, like, no one really trash talked him. Barely anybody. Well, no, I mean, like, if they 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 were critical of him, but that was like in interviews and shit. Oh, yeah, in the but, videos, like, nobody trash talked him on on court. Yeah, if you said anything to Kobe, um, Kobe would just, yeah, Kobe would look at you and he'd be like, he'd be like, he'll make your night horrible. Yeah, again, a very Larry Bird thing to do. Oh yeah, and he wouldn't care yeah, about like he wouldn't uh, care. yeah, he wouldn't care about like the like if you're if you're gonna win. Yeah, first thing he he do is like, I'm gonna take care of you first. Yeah. And the, the thing about Kobe and guys like that, too, is, like, if even if they're losing, they will still put up points like a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. It's like they might lose, but they will they will put points on that board. I mean, they'll they'll have a great night. Oh, yeah. Kobe is, individually. like, exactly. Kobe's yeah. game is scoring. Yeah, his game will be scoring. Yeah, I think one-on-one, he's probably the best. Like, one-on-one playing, yeah. he's probably the best player who ever lived. Uh, very likely. Yeah. I think I think absolutely. Like, as far as being, like, a team leader, maybe not, but definitely not. Oh but yeah, like, yeah, definitely not. Yeah, definitely yeah. not. But yeah. I mean, as far as being a like a one-on-one like individual talent, mm-hmm. yeah, his talent's unbelievable. Oh yeah, footwork, um, yeah, uh, te- like te- technical skill. I Oscar think, winner. I th- yeah, Oscar. I, th- I think, <laughs> yeah, technical skill wise and everything, I think yeah. he's the best. Yeah, he's he's just like a super gifted. I mean, like there there are those guys, right? They're just built for the sport. They have a mind for the sport. Oh yeah, like they just they understand how the court works. They understand who's where, what where the most play is happening. Yeah. how to move through everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, like skill, like mindset, the yeah. Assa- assassin. Yeah, just an assassin, like yeah. a, like a game assassin. Yeah, it's like man, it really as you're explaining that to me. I can hear the squeak of sneakers on the court. Mm-hmm. I just like I just want to watch basketball. Oh yeah, 
I just yeah. like I, I realize now how much I miss basketball. Oh yeah. Hearing other people talk about, it, I realize how much I miss watching basketball. Yeah, I missed I missed the '90s basketball. Oh man, it was like, the like best. Early, like like you know like late like like early to like late '90s, the early 2000s. Superstar like, era. Yeah. Of basketball. Yeah, I loved Kobe in his prime. Like that's yeah. like I'm like if you want to learn how to play basketball, like if you want to be like a one-on-one player and just yes. like, just watch Kobe in his prime. Watching 17-year-old Kobe Bryant doing Mac- McDonald's commercials. <laughs> like, yeah. That era, Kobe Bryant. Yeah. When he started, and you're like, he's gonna be something. Yeah. And then watching him grow into something. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's just it's phenomenal. Man. Oh yeah, like the the only guy I know who like went up to Michael Jordan. He's like one day he's like I'm gonna be better than you. <laughs> I'm gonna be better. Yeah. yeah. And and like pulled it off. For the oh most yeah, part. and they guarded yeah. and like you know guarded him. Like learned his like ask him. He's like I want you to teach me your skill. Yeah. How to do? And then he's like, how do I play defense again? While he's playing with him, he's like, how do I defend your post? Yeah. And then Dorb will tell him. He's like, this is what you have to do. And man, it, yeah. I, I love stuff like that. Yeah. There's um that happens. Not so much in other sports outside of, I would say, basketball and baseball. No. Where, like, a player from an opposing team can walk up to a player from the other team and just ask him, how do you do that? Yeah. Like, you'll see pitchers get together from two different teams. Mm-hmm. Like the Jays and the Rays. Mm-hmm. You've got two guys out there who are just, well, granted, they have to be a nice enough guy because some guys are real dicks, too. Right? Yeah, exactly. But, like, you can go up to a player who you, you don't know and you can tell him straight, like, I admire what you do. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. I'm a young player. I would like to learn how you do that. Oh, yeah. I think tennis is like that. Yeah, a tennis. Lot, yeah. Tennis. I think. I think tennis probably more so because it's such a, such a one-on-one, yeah. and close community. Yeah, because I remember like I was watching an interview with Alexander Zverev. He's like yeah. considered to be like the next big guy, mm-hmm. or one of them anyway. Um, and then um, he lost uh, in the semi-final. He lost in the quarters or fourth round in the Australian Open. Yeah. And he was sitting in the locker room, and then Roger Federer came up to him and said like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" He's like, Are you "Okay." And then he's like, and he was like, "Yeah, really upset." And because he was supposed to play Roger Federer next, yeah, he's like, "Sorry, but yeah, yeah, man, I'm lost. Um, I can't, w- I can't advance in these big, in the big tournaments." Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's like, "He's 20 years old." And then uh, Federer goes up to him. He's like, "Hey, man," and he's like, "Because uh, uh, Federer, Federer met him when he was six. Oh no way!" And Federer told him, "He's like, one day maybe me and you will play against each other." I feel like you've told me this story before. Yeah, and uh, so he said, uh, "He goes, man, I was 22 before I got to my first quarters, quarterfinals." Oh, wow. He goes. Oh, yeah, so you, you and got he's like, he goes, and you yeah, goes, yeah, and you're winning. Girl. You're winning the smaller titles. He goes, Trust me. He goes. You're gonna get there. Twenty year olds don't realize, and I think um, fans of sport who follow a twenty year old mm-hmm. don't realize that your body and brain aren't done doing shit yet. No, they're not linked yet. Yeah, they're not linked yet. You don't even know what muscle memory is. No. It's like once you hit twenty five and you're like a legend. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, oh, he's a big deal. It's like yeah, he's a big deal because now he's there. Yeah. Like it, all the connections are wild. Like I said, they're linked now. Exactly. Yeah. It's like yeah. The USB ports are on right places yeah because yeah exactly because you have to find out like you know like what uh um how do i attack like you know when i'm when i'm down like how do i attack the the level of the you know the the grind of the tour mm-hmm. how do i manage everything and you're growing yeah like your body is still developing oh yeah like they're, they're, it's true man like boy muscle and man muscle two very different things oh yeah 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 ex- absolutely and then fetter's like uh yeah he goes you this is what you um he goes you're well on your way he's like mm-hmm. you don't be uh you can't be discouraged you yeah. just have to keep moving forward and it's a, and so he's like, yeah, it made me feel so much better. Even though I lost, he goes, but the guy I lost to yeah. is, was going to go play, uh, was going to play you. Then uh, the guy played Federer and Federer literally destroyed him. Lit him up. Yeah. The, <laughs> guy, could, the, him the, up. the guy actually like, Federer was chasing around the courts. Like he actually, this guy actually beat, uh, this guy beat uh, Novak Djokovic. Mm-hmm. And uh, like in straight sets, he just destroyed him. Who was this? Uh, this uh, Korean kid. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, but everyone says like, yeah, this guy's going to be unreal. 
and then he fought Federer. Federer had him running all over the court. He had to quit because he had blisters on his feet. Oh wow! Yeah, he's like, I can't continue. Wow! And they asked him, and he's like, Yeah, he goes, I was running all over the court. He's like, My my feet were just killing me. That is insane. Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I remember that because before they played the match, everyone's like, Yeah, he's gonna get Federer. Yeah, I might go to four sets, five. Federer just didn't, didn't. The guy didn't even finish the match. Guys who understand like the sport at that level are just terrifying. Oh yeah, it is a terrifying thing. I played just like fucking around, not even played. I was just fucking around with a friend of mine mm-hmm. who was like a badminton legend mm-hmm. with like a backyard racket set. Yeah. I couldn't believe how much I was moving. Oh, yeah. I mean, we were like, we were out there for literally three minutes. Mm-hmm. And like, he was just in one one spot. Yeah. And I was not. Yep. Like, I was just like, I, I don't even understand how I'm moving around so much. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. And we were like, he probably doesn't even remember it. He, we were just screwing around with a backyard set, mm-hmm. waiting for like a friend to show up. Mm-hmm. And I just got dominated. Yeah, and it's guys who understand their sport in that level. It's it's ridiculous. Oh yeah, there's um, and I think it'd be hard for me if I was like a if I was a famous athlete. Let's mm-hmm. say if I, like for example, if I was like an up and coming like a tennis player, I was like probably the best twenty year old, yeah. but still coming up, but still like you know naive and just like you know the guys I'm still growing up. I'm, I would ask for help, mm-hmm. and what would it be like to play someone who I just admire, who's my favorite, like who I, who I idolized? Yeah, would I have to be like you know? You, first of all, you have to be like you know I'm here to win. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like you admire someone so much. You're like, shit, I've watched all of his matches. And I'll be like, how uh, um, how do you, how do I balance these emotions? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, or, yeah. that, or do I just have to go for the throat and just try to kill him? It's tough, man. I yeah. mean, like, we kind of got a chance to, we've we've seen that a few times. Like, we saw it with the, the first meeting of McDavid and Crosby and all kind of stuff. Yeah. But um, I don't think I've ever seen it as up close and gritty as per- and personal as we did when George St. Pierre fought Matt Hughes yeah. the first time. Uh, I don't know how much you were a fight fan back then, or if you know what I'm talking about. I like I like the older stuff when Matt and Matt Hughes was uh, was the the welterweight yeah. champ. Uh, GSP went to fight Matt Hughes that and he first was just time. he was just coming off of UFC, right? The Ultimate uh, Fighter. Uh, no, 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 Pierre? no, no. Um, this was he wasn't he wasn't on that. Oh no, he wasn't on that, right? No, he 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 coached it once. Yeah, but he was actually like a fairly up and coming up and coming at the time. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was gonna be the next big thing. He was this like incredible talent. Mm-hmm. And he walks up and they do the the glove touch, and he can't even look Matt Hughes in the eye, like he's looking at his feet. He's mm-hmm. very humble. Yeah, he comes from a very like a uh, humble, legit martial arts background. Yeah, uh, Kyokushin, I think, right? It's uh, karate or karate, mm-hmm. and uh, very very humble. Yeah, and he just didn't handle himself. And he's like, Canadian too. Yeah, and he's Canadian, so he didn't really uh, exactly. Mm-hmm. He didn't have the kind of uh, aggression you want. Like he's being very respectful. Mm-hmm. He just got destroyed. He got dominated. He didn't get destroyed. But he got dominated. He lost. Yeah. And then you look at number two when it was like now he's not George St. Pierre. He is now GSP. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows who he is. He is a fucking legend. Like he's a walking legend. He's mm-hmm. a living legend. And he doesn't just hurt Matt Hughes. He fucks Matt he Hughes fucks up. Him up. Yeah. Like he he had to verbally tap, man. Like he had Matt Hughes in such a weird way mm-hmm. that like Matt Hughes was just he couldn't do anything. Oh yeah. So like we we watch that. We're like we you can't give him too much respect. Whoever you're going up against, no. you might love the guy. You might yeah. be a huge admirer of the guy. Yeah. But like at some point you've got to be like like Kobe and LeBron. Yeah. At some point you've just got to be like, here's how it's gonna be. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna dominate you. Yeah. Like I know I'm the younger guy. I'm like I'm the up and comer. I've got a lot of respect for you. I'm mm-hmm. not gonna be a dick about it, but I'm gonna win this. Yeah. And even if you lose, like don't don't ever like don't ever act like no. You, were you just have scared. to go for it. You know, yeah. if you lose, the other person was better. Exactly. On man. that day, like, just like yeah. You gotta act like you've been there before, mm-hmm. and that that comes down to respect as well. Like you can't just be like I'm the greatest that ever walked the earth. I'm gonna fuck everybody up. I'm the greatest. I'm gonna take a dump in the middle of the octagon. Yeah. When I win, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna screw you and screw you and screw you and then I'm gonna go and screw all your wives too. Yeah. It's I like know. no man, that's. 
That's I know, awful. I know, and that's the thing. That's what I think. That was LeBron had to. Uh, he had to say that last uh, in the last uh, last year's uh, conference, last year's uh, NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. He said, "He goes, it's simple. He goes, how are you guys gonna win?" And he's like, "It's simple. Why? He goes, because we have a chance. Because I'm the best player in the world. <laughs> yeah, and it's that simple. It's that simple. And there was an awkward. The there was a silence. He's like, because it's that simple. Yeah. And then uh, fast forward to the game, and uh, Golden State just fucking destroys them. Yeah, that's man. like I understand like why he had to say that because it's like you know you have to give your team belief. You've got to hype your team a little bit. Yeah. And you got to get their got to get their emotions yeah. up. Yeah. And he's not far off by saying that. He's like, you know, LeBron no. is probably, you know, you could make an argument that he's the best player oh, in the yeah. league, right? Like, you know, he probably is, right? Oh, very likely, right? Yeah. He's a, he's a currently the best player right now. Yeah. And um like I would make the case for Kevin Durant. Yeah. Um but uh um or anyone could, but like uh James Harden's good too. Harden's really uh, good. Yeah, Russell Westbrook pound for pound. Yep. He's probably just as good. Um but but, uh, the, but you do have to at some point. I mean, you are going for the the highest achievement in your field, mm-hmm. like you're going for your your gold medal. Yeah, you know, so you've got to you got to make your team feel like we're gonna we're gonna do guys. This. Yeah, you guys, we're yeah, this. you have the best player in the world on your team. Yeah, and we, we are can, going to do. Yeah, this. we're gonna do this. But the thing is, is that you know what you. Steph Curry uh, don't give a shit. Yeah, you got Steph Curry. <laughs> yes. You got Dr- you got um, Clay Thompson. You got Draymond yeah. Green. You got Kevin Durant. Yeah, you got uh. that Andre Iguodala. You got like like against that machine. These are guys who wear backpacks like little kids in public. Yeah, they wear backpacks and bow ties, man. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Exactly. They're the best player in the and, world. Yeah, and they have a system. Yeah, and they, that you know that's just it. Yeah, like Golden State, uh, they like watching because like, we were doing quite well. Like the Raptors were doing really well, mm-hmm. so we bandwagoned. Yeah, we jumped on board and started watching the games. Yeah, but then like you start watching Golden State, and they, you're right, they had a they had a team mentality. Yeah, they were like a, a unbeatable fortress. Oh yeah, like you were not gonna get in that building. No, so yeah, it was uh. Oh, is there is there a wrist ring? No, just a message. I thought your your high tech stuff was. was oh no, I turned off up. the I turned off the phone capability on my on my watch. Yeah, I'm really. I'm I don't really one of those douchebags who like answers their answers their the calls on their watch unless it's an emergency. If I'm biking or something like that, then I do it. Then you do that. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. That's mm-hmm. all right. Technology is uh, getting better and better, man. Mm-hmm. Technology very. We got some new tech tech stuff coming out this week, right? We had the uh, the S nine got announced. Yeah, it comes out on my birthday. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, I have a. a I'm not getting one. <laughs> that you're gonna. Yeah, I was. I was thinking you're gonna avoid it because no, you kind of had a bad. Like the S eight kind of left a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah, like the um. No, I guess the only thing is is that my the, my my S eight replacement uh version S eight S eight plus for uh replacement replacement unit. Was fine. It was a hundred percent. You you just wanted the Google Pixel. I wanted the Google Pixel. <laughs> the Pixel yeah, Two. Pixel Two XL. So I still have that. Yeah. I I actually it's in develop it's in developer mode right now, mm-hmm. which oh, I love. Are you gonna try to drop the uh, the Android P in there? It is. It's on there already. Oh, get out. Yeah, because it's in development mode right now. So I yeah. got the I got the Oreo update like at work. No, not not the Oreo update. The P update. The new one. That's what it was. I think I got an update because there was an up- I got an Oreo update today. Oh yeah, that that's just Oreo though. Um, was there an Oreo update? There's for a beta that came out for the new one. Oh, like that one you have to manually download. You right? do, yeah. Okay, that then I didn't get that, but I got an Oreo update today. I thought that's what it was. Yep, I believe the new Oreo update for this month or the one that came out that was rolled out in February mm-hmm. is for that uh, Spectre. Was it was it was it called Spectre? Was the two the two little weird? There's a weird glitch that came out that people were manipulating that if you send uh, a character mm-hmm. in like in Indian or like, like in Hindi or Sanskrit or whatever the fuck they use in their yeah. their their keyboards if you send that character that it shuts down your messages or your messenger or whatever whatever comes out it just freezes it like locks your phone up oh. until somebody sends you another message that you can reply to oh okay so um this this update that came out now is a security patch oh okay yeah. all right well i have that security patch then then you're good to go you're, not you're not out. much difference but <laughs> not much difference i actually uh, i've got the old LG G5 
and I finally put nougat on that thing. Oh, and is that right? Yeah, it's really pretty. I like nougat. And, we, we, <laughs> and you, you were shooting with your new... Uh, the, uh, yeah, a little G5. G5, same yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Same little thing. That's not new. It's a couple years old now. I yeah. think I think it was like came out in 16. Yeah. So it's it's coming up to two years old. Yeah. I wonder what the LG V40 is going to be like though still. But we talked about that. I re- I would like to see what that phone looks yeah, like. Yeah, I, I think they're going to be great. They're going to be great phones, man. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to, like the, the, G, the G6 and the V30 had a lot of screen issues. Mm-hmm. I think they're just going to tighten all that up. I hope 40. they do, yeah. Because the 40 seems like it's going to be a pretty device. Yeah. And um, I'm really excited about that, that new Xperia X2 Compact. Yeah. XZ2 Compact. It's a tiny little phone. I love small phones. I'm a huge fan of those things. Mm-hmm. And uh, something you use one-handed and fits in your pocket. Oh, yeah. It's not a status symbol. Yeah. I'm really excited about that thing. AK my phone. No, I, I wouldn't I would not say the Pixel 2 is a status symbol. I think it's a it's a yeah, highly it's not, it, functional it, it, yeah, device. It is just a very, very large device. Yeah, it's a large device, but yeah. at the same time, like like I was a Nexus 5 guy as a 4 guy. I mm-hmm. really liked them both. Uh they're both LG. I like that they were like not flashy and very capable, mm-hmm. and they lasted forever. I mean, like those two things. Like I got the four; it was a u not used, but it was an older device, mm-hmm. and uh, I got it unlocked there, and it it went till it died, mm-hmm. and then I got the five, and that went till it died. Yeah, and they they both had to die before I got a new phone. Oh, okay. And they were both like stock Android and just just wonderful, wonderful. Devices. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I have no doubt the Pixel is the same thing. Yeah. Whereas yeah, like the the iPhones are just for they're just for show. Yeah, mine was um uh. Uh, yeah, my my phone's still in develop in developer mode, mm-hmm. so I get that. Um, it, it actually makes it faster. Yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you you have a lot of options. Yeah, because tweak down exactly because like, yeah. I went that I I, ch- I changed that option where like you know you want to go to a different screen. Yeah. You know, if you press it, it'll go it'll, it'll smoothly like smoothly put it in. Yeah. Straight I, I tr- away. Yeah, I turn that off so it's like it yeah. just it slows the All screen. All your animations are at zero. At zero. Yeah. yeah so yeah, it it does make your phone a lot quicker. Yeah. So um uh, yeah, I learned that tweak. I just went on YouTube and I learned it from uh unbox therapy. Yeah, yeah, a great place to learn. I, yeah, I love that yeah. guy. Shout out to that guy. That guy's that guy's solid. You know, what I I got that I didn't think I was going to use. Now I use all the time on this this phone especially. Like uh-huh. Just cool technology stuff is uh, number one the IR blaster. Yeah, you can change your channel on your TV with your phone, mm-hmm. which I just I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, the multitasking, like yeah. having two windows open. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! I didn't think I was going to make a difference in my life when I didn't have it. I didn't need it. Now that I have it, I don't want a phone that doesn't have it. Oh yeah. Like goddamn, multitasking on a phone is incredible. Oh yeah. Yeah, I kind of felt this. You know what? That um, not to go off topic, but like, uh, no, I don't think we're on topic. Um, one thing I tried not once now mm-hmm. that I can't uh, um, go back to. Mm-hmm. Well, it was difficult to go back to. Was um, I took a Tesla out? Like, with, I think I was talking to you earlier. Oh yeah, you mentioned this. Holy shit! <laughs> all right. The um, you're gonna dish, pal. Okay. Um, first of all, um, so Tesla called me from Cal- the California um dealership. Called me. Okay. Um, saying that uh, because you have had a relationship. With Tesla, I do. Well, yeah, I have like a really retarded, like you know, haven't bought one yet, but interested yeah. kind of relationship. <laughs> but but you inquire quite I'm, a bit, exactly. I'm, you I, have I, made yeah, connections. Yeah, like I'm like I'm I'm one of like many people who do this, obviously, yeah. right? Uh, people who are on the fence or like you know what I would like to have one, but like they're not too sure yeah. or they're not there yet financially, but uh, down the line they would like to have one. Yeah, but the company does pay attention to you. Yeah, they, but they do like they they want to get you on board, so mm-hmm. like they don't forget about you. They're uh, so they said. Uh, um, uh, they're like, yeah, you're interested, and I said, yeah, because I think they're like, they're so convinced that, you know, once you drive one, you'll be yeah. blown away by it. And on top of that, they're pushing their technology hard, exactly right, right? now, so, especially. Right yeah, now. and I was excited. I'm like, I'm kind of, I sadly, I think I'm the person that they're kind of looking for. Yeah, like for that to get that enthusiasm and stuff Sadly. like that. Yeah, exactly. So marketing wise, yeah, they have me hooked. Look, man, I'm not gonna talk any shit about Tesla because I think right now where we're at in the next like five year window is we're turning the page and everybody's going to be driving a version 
of this vehicle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, not a Tesla, maybe not, but like maybe maybe, maybe a Honda, a, whatever it is. Exactly. But like it's an important technology because this is driving our future tech. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Um, I they said <laughs> you were we're having an event at uh, the Coast Terrace uh, Hotel downtown here. Uh, yeah, in Edmonton. Yeah. They said we're bringing all of, a ton of vehicles there. Do you would like to come check them out? So they sent me an, an email. They said you if you want, just RSVP it and mm-hmm. just put how many people you would you like to. Uh, would you like for it to come? And I said, okay, fine. So I put two people, and then I phoned my cousin up. You want to go? And he's like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, he goes, let's go. So then I phoned them back, and I said, what does this, in- what does this entail? And then they said, well, why don't you? Uh, you can come down. You can. Uh, um, we can talk about the cars, and then uh, we can show you them. And uh, yeah, and you can take one out. It's like buying a timeshare. Exactly. They're so gonna like, show you the goods. Yeah. And really make it greedy for one. Exactly. So then, uh, but then they told me like, oh, you know what? We're kind of booked, so you might not be able to take one out. Oh yeah. I was like, oh shit. So then I was like, oh, then I told my cousin. I said uh, last, uh, literally, yeah, last Friday, and I said, one. He's like, well, we can go check it out. If it sucks, then you know we're downtown. We can grab a coffee or grab a lunch or yep. whatever. And then uh, we went there. And I thought it was gonna be like in a big like hotel room, mm-hmm. like you know, like a big like uh, like, you know, like a like big a showroom, like or a big showroom, banquet hall, or exactly something, a hall, yeah. banquet hall, right? Uh, and but it was just in this small tiny room that was. Uh, yeah, about the size of your basement. Oh shit! Yeah, not to say your basement's small, but it's like it. it, it it's it was, not big. It's not. It's. It was like the size of a hotel room. Yeah. So I it's mean, like as it's an like, idea. It's, the, yeah, this exactly. basement is like six hundred square foot. Yeah. No, then it's small. It's. No, I mean, like the, see this area right here. Yeah. It's like this area. Oh wow. Up to your up to your door, and from here. So not very big at all. Not very big. So maybe like uh twenty by twenty. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah. Say I say fifteen by fifteen. Okay, that's how big the the. Square how many people was. are in this room? Including myself, and my cousin. Yeah. Uh, six. Because <laughs> yeah, but they had. But I was like, "What the hell is this?" And then, <laughs> right, is this Tesla? Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. So we walked in there. We're like, "I don't want to get raped." Yeah, exactly. Like, there's balls of water everywhere. So if you get thirsty, you can take one or whatever. Yeah. And they were like, they came up to us and they're like, uh, "Hi, how's it going?" And we're like, "Good." And we're like, "What the hell are we doing here?" And then uh, <laughs> the lady's like, "Oh, did you uh, uh, were you thinking about like so you were here for the Tesla event?" And I was like, "I'm like, this is the event." And then uh, I was like, "But I want to be. I don't want to be like a jackass." Yeah. And I was like, "I said, oh yeah, we're here." And she goes. And then my cousin goes, can we take one out? And she's like, well, you want to take one out? And I said, yeah. And she's like, hey, let me just check. Mm-hmm. And we're like, uh, he's, she's going to say no. And then she goes, yeah, actually, you guys want to take one out? And I said, yeah. He goes, which one do you want to take out, the SUV or the sedan? I'm like, take this, we'll take the sedan. Yeah. And uh, so she's like, okay, you know what? One will be back here in about half an hour. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to go down, get a coffee or whatever, and then you can come up and then we'll, uh, um, you guys can take one out. We're like, okay, fine, perfect. And then so we went up. Uh, Actually, you know, we we uh, we had a coffee and then we went back out there and they were waiting for us. Oh wow! And they said, uh, "Okay, get right this way. Come with us." And then said, "We went to the the parkade." Okay, I gotta I gotta know what do these people look like? Do they look like well put together out of towners? Or is this like a bunch of guys that hired from Edmonton? No, I don't know why in my head I'm like I gotta know. Like, who does Tesla get to like introduce? Oh, you to these Tesla? are like these are like young professional like looking people. Okay. Yeah, they're they're wearing Tesla outfits. Um, they're really nice. Yeah. Um, really super polite. And uh, they're from Cal- they're from the Calgary uh, um, office. All right. And uh, so then uh, I said, "Yeah, let's go." And then she goes, "Okay, well, sadly, you can only take the SUV. The only the SUV is available right now." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Yeah, we'll take that. That's like, whatever. Whatever. It's all good." And then so she gave us like a tutorial on how to like use the car. I won't go into detail about it, but like, so you can you can YouTube or whatever. It's unlike anything you've ever seen. Oh, okay. Now, so we're talking about like the startup procedure. The startup procedure. Getting into the vehicle. I've heard like the startup procedure is very like is there, there's an intricate. A few steps. There's none. Really? There's none. You, oh, then you have to like get in there and it has to learn who you are and then you push the thing? Oh, oh no. You, if you want to, you can personalize it. So you can, okay. you can get the car a name if you want to. 
and then all you have to do is you get in this. Oh, so like for okay, so in demo mode then. Yeah, like you know, yeah. it could be like you know, you start it up, and you'd be like, okay, you know what? Give it a name. Boom. My name yeah. is la 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 whatever. Yeah. Right? Give it call it whatever you want. All right. So you sit in there. Uh, you shut the, all the doors. It has falcon doors, like, and then it, in the back to get in. Oh, the they're old like wings. Yeah. yeah, and then they close. Yeah, they're like gull wings, and uh, uh, they're called the falcon doors, but they're they're gull wings. Okay. Yeah, and uh, um, it's just called gull wings. <laughs> well, and, I mean, there's a difference. Right? Oh, but the, the thing is, like, falcon, the gull wings are like the the De- DeLorean is gull wings. Yeah, they're, they're kind of the same thing, mm-hmm. but I think that but the reason they call it falcon is because their rockets are called falcons as well. Oh, maybe that's yeah. Funny. And uh, the uh, so I got in the back seat, my cousin, and then my cousin goes. Goes okay. This is how you set up everything. Blah blah. blah. And then, uh, and she goes okay. To, and then the gear shifter is this little, uh, this little knob, like where your like where your cruise control would be. Well, like a like a little, or your tiny little joystick. Be. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, that's the shifter. That's the shifter. So it's up for park, down for drive, and in the middle is neutral. Then you press the button to park. Holy shit! And so then we uh, we went actually. Uh, long story short, I went in the back seat. I pressed the button. And the gullwing doors went down. And there's sensors everywhere. This car was fully loaded. Yeah. And then uh, to start it, you you put your foot on the brake, and the car's on. And that's it. That's it. And you put it into gear, and the car just goes out. And every time you left the accelerator, it engine brakes because it has that regenerative braking. Yeah. That charges the engine. That charges the battery. Yep. And then uh, my cousin drove it, and he's like, he's like, this thing is crazy. Did you did you drive it at all? So he drove he drove it from downtown to Southgate Mall. Yeah. And then we went to the supercharger stations in, in Southgate, so he showed us how to charge it and stuff like that. Yeah. Then I got in, and then I said, okay, I'll take it out. So then uh, I went down, and I was t- going to, uh, on Harlem 11th Street, going north, mm-hmm. and I let the traffic in front of me just, like, go. And I slowed, and I just kept it slow, mm-hmm. and then I just hit the accelerator, and the car took off, and the SUV took off like a rocket. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, like a rocket. I yeah, because they're, they're apparently, like, crazy powerful. Oh, yeah, and yeah. I got, to, exactly, I got to the next lights, and there was a Dodge Charger SRT that was beside me. Yeah. He started revving his engines, and I was like, looked at him, and I was like, Okay, then the, I, told, <laughs> I told the lady, I'm like, do you mind? And she's like, no, go ahead. Uh, go nuts. Yeah, she's like, this is what the, these, that's what these things are for. Yeah. If you get so, close to them, it'll reject you and just yeah, drive exactly. itself home. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So then, the, I, I, then it hit green. I floored it. I yeah. blew him right off the, the road. Oh, wild. Yeah, and Crazy. then- Crazy. And then I got how to- does it, How does it, like, could you feel the Gs? Oh, yeah, they, yeah, there's so much torque. Yeah. It's like neck-snapping torque. Holy mackerel. Yeah, crazy, and then- um, crazy. Uh, last thing is that I we're on 109th Street going north to 82nd Avenue. Mm-hmm. She goes, okay, the road's kind of open now. She's like, pull the left, pull the left stock where like the, you know, the, the area where you want to raise and lower your, your steering wheel. Oh, your wheel, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a stock there. Mm-hmm. She goes, just pr- uh, pull it twice. I pulled it twice. It went to auto mode. Oh, nuts! And I said, take your. So I took my hands off the steering wheel. You turned it into and, kit. Yeah, and I and I left my. I took, I took my feet off the pedals. Yeah, and it drove itself. <laughs> okay, and it has GPS that knows exactly what the speed limit is on that road, and it holds it to that speed. All right, so we know that there are people because well, we have a lot of listeners. We know people have these cars. Yeah, firsthand, you're the first person I've ever spoken to mm-hmm. who's gone into full on, full blown Tesla Auto. Yeah, you went kit. Yeah, holy fuck. Yeah, it's crazy. And just so it just goes. It, it just, just goes. does its own thing. Yeah, reads and, the GPS. Yeah, understands the speed. Just it just moving. goes, yeah. And on the front, uh, you know where your dashboard is? Mm-hmm. There's just like a digital screen. It shows the road ahead. It can read the lines. And if it's a car in, fr- on your, if, like, in front of you to the left a little bit, yeah. you can see it'll have a car like, the, it'll have a, like a digital car there. Little icon. Little icon. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a large icon. It's like this yeah. big. And it'll, have car, it'll show you everything it is. And when a car is coming to a car at a red light, you don't have to touch it. It'll slow down by itself. It just does its own thing. It does its own thing. I, and the lady I was talking man. to, the lady beside me, I said, did you drive this thing up to from Calgary? She's like, yeah. I'm like, how much? How many times? Did you drive it? Did you drive did it? it? Drive it. She's like, she goes, this thing drove 80 percent of the time. <laughs> that is crazy. That's crazy. That is insane. You want to change lanes? You just hit the stock. You just turn the indicator on. It'll check behind you, check uh, in front of you, yeah. and it'll it'll turn in when it's safe. 
That is just bananas. Is that bonkers? Now, the idea, though, would be that you wouldn't do any of that. Like, if eventually you just get in your car, in your driveway, and just tell it office, and it would just back out, check to see if it's clear, pull all the way out, yeah. and just start going. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and it has some, it has a oh, uh, it has an app like it, it comes with an app, so it'll do everything for you. Mm-hmm. You could say like if the car, vehicle's like far away, let's say you have the SUV, let's say you have the, um, the let's say you have the Model X, the SUV, and it's like let's say it's stuck between them, so the going the the Falcon doors can't come out. Yeah, but you have other people you wanted to like you have to pull the vehicle out. You could just hit summon, and the car <laughs> will move towards you. Oh my god! And it'll stop where it it'll sees you. It'll read the app. Yeah, it'll you just press the button on the app, and yeah. the car will actually just come. That is bananas. It's so crazy. Like I'm like, this vehicle's out of control. Okay, here's a big question though. How much that thing cost? That one? Yeah. That model was over a hundred thousand dollars. Which realistically is not insane by any means. Yeah, I'll say this though, okay? About those things were like a quarter million when they came out. Exactly. So I think what I like about it though is that it really sticks to the point where like the vehicle is not okay, what it can do technically is amazing. Yeah. Um, it's not luxurious. Mm-hmm. You know what, what other people, I think what traditional people would find luxury, luxury when you are driving a Lexus or you're driving a... Uh, yeah, well, they think of like the light-up panel. Like, yeah, like Mercedes-Benz like or yeah. BMW or whatever, right? Like you're flying a jumbo jet. Exactly, right? Yeah. But, but what you're driving, you're driving, like you're, it makes those cars, it makes them seem like old. Oh yeah, they're not, they're not, pretty they're not they're like not, this is a it's yeah. a, a minimalist beautiful little thing yeah yeah. It's, yeah and it's like um and everything you need is in there yeah and uh and the thing is that car's just gonna get better with software updates because the hardware is already built in for it to be future proof all it needs is software updates the, the to, fucking thing floats yeah in in water in water it yeah. floats and drives in water yeah it has so air, yeah it has good. suspension it's got it's got four-wheel drive it's got like tons of torque that's crazy yeah four-wheel drive insane. like uh dual motor yeah, I was really curious about the because, like you said, the startup, right? I was always under the under the impression that, like, when you get in, it has to learn you, like it, it kind of like. I'm sure there's a learning process. Yeah, I, I thought it was like one of those things because you, you know how they used to have those keys where you've got your key and your wife has her key, mm-hmm. they're programmed to you. Yeah. So when you put it into the car and turn the turn the engine, it's like your seat will adjust to where you want, your windows go to where you want, like it's programmed, right? Yeah, like my like all like most cars have they have they have a memory setting, so like you know yeah. they have like one, two, or three. Like my brother has that on his uh, I think he has that on his Audi. There's like yeah. three, there's like three settings. So if yeah, I'm yeah. driving it, I'm like I hit two, and if he's driving, he hits one. So it's like it, it's but for taller people, that's even cooler, man. Yeah, the the fact that like you just kind of get in and then like you know adjust your seat and then say let's go Tesla. Yeah. Tesla's like where where are we going today, Roger? Yeah, I, yeah, exactly. And it has, <laughs> it has it has in 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 uh, I think it has in car mics. So when voice control is going to come later. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and it's... Because uh, you see those uh, the uh, the YouTube videos mm-hmm. when, like, the guy is in the car and it's going and all of a sudden, like, it'll you'll hear the loud beeps and it's red, the trajectory of a car coming off the on-ramp and it knows there's an accident coming and the Tesla's like, I'm just going to pull over and let this happen. Yeah. And it pulls over and then the accident happens and Tesla's like, told you, motherfuckers. Yeah, exactly. And it just keeps on going doing its own thing, right? Yeah. Like, it, the AI is ridiculous in this car. It's amazing. Like, even, like, when I was going up the hill on 105th Street to go up that hill to go to... Um go to Jasper Avenue. Yeah. Even on that, I double hit the hit the stock. It went uphill uh on <laughs> autopilot. Yeah. And it, it, it they knew that the, the construction was down to 30, the speed limit went down to 30. Really? It's crazy. Well, I mean, it does have great visual like acuity, right? Yeah. It, it can it can the see GPS, road yeah, signs. Yeah, exactly. And the GPS will see everything. It'll see it all. Yeah. But more than that, it's like I'm like I think that's that's the the true place where AI will get better, right? Mm-hmm. Like AI AI in general should be a learning vehicle and it should be like a cameras that can tell that like somebody's just broken out of prison and it can read fucking faces and noses yeah like, exactly it's a jailbird on the oh, way oh yeah 
it shouldn't be in in you know deadly alien or deadly AI technology like yeah. Terminator robots, exactly. which likely won't fucking happen anyway. Oh yeah, but like AI will be in this direction and it'll get better in that direction. Yeah, I think so. Um, Where well, yeah, you have the best self-driving cars. Exactly. Yeah. Recognition. Yeah, like I told you, and the thing is, I was asking, I'm like, this car, and my, and when I was driving it. There's, when she was telling about telling me about things about the car, I was mm-hmm. like sitting there and I'm like I'm smiling. I'm like sitting there. I'm like I'm giggling. I'm like, that's so <laughs> how could fu- you not? I'm like this this is so fucking cool. I'm like I can't believe I'm in it. And like when you're driving around, people are like looking at you. They're like, holy shit, that thing's beautiful. It is a very pretty because it was pearl white and it yeah. just stuck out. And then uh, I'm sitting there. I'm like, man, this is so cool. And then uh, like I want to yell out saying like, yeah, this is not my vehicle, but like, uh, <laughs> um, you just feel like you're on the road, even though it's not the it's not it's not the fastest, but man, it's just. You know, it, there there is like there are certain guys I, I could imagine like any guy who just bought an iPhone ten mm-hmm. looks at a Tesla and it's like, well, I I have nothing. Yeah, I am nothing. Yeah, it's like your your status symbol is not as great as my status symbol. Yeah, it's... and not to call it a status. Like I said, I I do believe it's pushing the envelope in technology. All cars are going that way anyway. Yeah, but that's what that's the effect you were having. Yeah, exactly. And I was like, when I got back into my, I love my car, but like you uh, have a very nice car. But uh, well, yeah, it's a. <laughs> no, no, the, I like, I, 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 I like, I like it because I, it, it's, 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 uh, it's perfect for me. I personally believe that your car is the Corolla was like a like a sixteen. Yeah, yeah, two thousand sixteen Corolla. Corolla in general, you put that thing with an all wheel drive in self drive mode, and that's maybe the perfect Canadian vehicle. I think so too. Yeah, because yeah. you don't get like I think it's the best city vehicle. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In the summer, like you know what, like what you put some winter tires on in the winter. Yeah, and then in the, in the summer, like the car, the car is meant to be a city vehicle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's great on gas. Oh yeah, it's I, zippy. It's it's beautiful. It's got a six speed on it. It's yeah. got sunroof. It's got everything. So, um. Oh yeah, and I, I was asking her. She's like, "What do you think about the model?" Uh, so you think about the Model Three? And I said, "Yeah, I'm thinking about that." And she's like, "Yeah, if you like this vehicle," yeah. she goes, "The Model Three will blow you away." Man, that's crazy. I was like, "Oh the shit!" The Model Three is the it's like the sedan version of that SUV. Uh, no, that's that's I think it, it's it's probably the same chassis as the the S, the big one. Yeah. Uh, so but the Model Three is gonna be like yeah, it's just a smaller version mm-hmm. of the S. Oh, it's a smaller version of the yeah, S. Yeah, and, and not oh, that. Yeah, okay. so it's it is smaller. Yeah. Um, but uh, um, I'm a sedan guy. I like small sedans. Yep. But those things are are they all like uh like do they just run front wheel? Are they all wheel? Like how do they all work? Uh, right now they're the only only one that you can get right now is the uh, is the rear wheel drive one. Yeah. Uh, but they're making the dual motor one right now too. Really? Or it starts production pretty soon. That's the one I want. Yeah. Because you want four wheel drive. Yeah. I mean here especially. Right? Especially. Yeah. And I, I don't know, man. In my head, I keep thinking of myself like a rear wheel drive in cold weather Canada. With self-drive mode, yeah, I really want that AI to be smarter than ten versions of me. Like it's got to be, it's got to be really smart. Oh yeah, th- I agree. There's um, um, they said a lot of people have done those test drives in the snow with yeah. the Model Three, the rear-wheel drive, mm-hmm. and they said it's amazing. Really, how, how good it is? Oh, it's actually quite good. Yeah, but you, you, you make sure you want to make sure that you have winter tires on it. But like, yeah. uh, um, they said it's actually really, really good. Man, AI. Yeah, because it's it's software-driven. It's not there's no human error involved. Where you might touch the throttle or some of that. The computer does everything. Well, yeah, that's just it too. It's like the the biggest thing is some douchebag doing like fifty over the limit in the winter. Yeah. With crappy tires, yeah. just cutting people off and throwing snow everywhere. Yeah. This car won't be that guy. Oh no. This car's gonna read that guy and be like, "There's a douchebag coming." Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna just slow our shit down a little bit. Slow our shit down. Let him move ahead. Yeah. And we're just gonna go back up to what we can do. Oh yeah. There's a uh, um. And the thing is too is like you can the cars always can turn on and off and you don't have to like let it run. Mm-hmm. So if like in the summer and you're going into the shopping mall and you're parking your car outside. You're like, you know, when you get in your car and it's like, oh, you have to open the windows up and take the air conditioning for a while to cool it down. Yeah. The Tesla will do that for you from your like from your phone. From your app. And like it'll be like, yeah, I want the temperature set at this temperature when I get in my car. So it'll turn the air conditioning on. It'll keep it cool. Yeah. 
And if in the winter, if you want it hot, it'll start the car, get the battery going, and it'll, when you get into your car, it it uh, it's God warm, damn. and you don't have to start your car. It is it is just so lovely that we're coming into that kind of a future. It's crazy. I mean, that's what we always wanted, man. We wanted things like hoverboards and self-driving cars and just like cool Back to the Future 2 shit. Yeah. Like that's the stuff we wanted. Exactly. It took a long ass time to get here. Yeah. But like we're finally getting there. Yeah, those those leaps and bounds are yeah. smarter a small like the 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 time is sm- the time frame is smaller and smaller and smaller, but the significant jumps are bigger and bigger and yeah. bigger. Yeah. I mean, I made that argument with uh, old Dan there about how we haven't done shit since the toaster. Yeah. It's like we got the toaster and like technology between then and now really hasn't done anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, people are going to say, well, we have smartphones now, smart ass. I'm like, yeah, but what are you doing with it? Mm-hmm. All you're doing is communicating at a faster level. Faster level and a more like graphically intensive uh, level. Exactly. Yeah. It's it's far more visual now. Yeah. But like all you're doing is communicating. Oh, yeah. Like, Whatever you're doing communication wise can be done with a regular old phone, mm-hmm. which is pre-toaster technology. Yeah. Yeah. I have to. Uh, I'm not saying I'm going to get one, but mm-hmm. I would love to have one. Yeah, man. That's, that's my whole argument. When yeah, that's a good argument. Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I'm pretty sure I can honestly say that um, that my car right now, that's my last gasoline powered car. The the Corolla. The Corolla, yeah. yeah. I'll probably either give that to my future wife or something like that, but uh or put it in and make that sell it <laughs> and then put that money towards a Tesla. Yeah, give that to my future wife. She can fucking guzzle gas. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna be riding my, my I know electric that. beautiful car. Exactly. I'm like that thing's gonna get you you have to pay like fifty dollars like a month for gas. That's it. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. Don't fucking yeah, don't, act like, you don't, like <laughs> don't act like you don't like it. Don't act like you don't like it. It's a yeah, great car. Exactly. <laughs> Enjoy my car. I'm exactly. being I'm giving you my vehicle. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I it love will this be thing. like 2058 by the time she gets that car. It'll yeah. be an old ass car by then. <laughs> but uh that's that's or funny. If man. I even get married. <laughs> God I'm oh god fucking like I said I went to that funeral on the on the yesterday there. And like all the the married couples who know me, yeah. family members, that's like the question they ask, when are you getting married? Oh fuck! Yeah, that yeah, happens, man. Just, any, anytime you get together, anytime larger ones of family get together. Yeah. You know, thing is, though, yeah. You know, the, you know, the thing is, though, I think that at that moment, because they haven't seen you in a long time, I, I think there's, I think it comes from a place of love. I think it comes from a place of small talk. I think they just want to. <laughs> I don't think, you, think so. Really? Are you are, 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 are you tight with them though? Oh yeah, we're tight. It, there's definitely a lot of love there, mm-hmm. but like I don't, I think they're just doing it to be like a like a jerkwad. Oh okay. Yeah. I think they're just asking that question to be like, hey, are you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm. You're a single guy. When are you getting married? Yeah. You, you, know what that, yeah, you know I answer that question? Hmm. I just give them a look. Straight up. I'm dead, just like, yeah, dead the, I think no one no one listening to this can see the look, but I just yeah. I look at them like this, like It's a dead stare. Dead face stare. Yeah, I'm like, you haven't seen me in so many times in, in a year, like so many years and stuff like that, and this is the question you ask me. That's what I'm getting from you? Yeah. So when are you getting married? Small talk. How about this? How about um, you know, see, tell me something that's like that's relevant. Yeah, I'm like if I wanted to get married, I would call you and be like, "Yeah, I'm getting married this time." Like, you know, whatever. <laughs> I will right? tell you the where and when. Exactly. Yeah. God damn. You're the first one. You'll trust me. You'll be the first to know. Last you'll, to know, really. You'll, but. you'll be the the last to know. Yeah. Hey, um, before I forget, did you hear about this weird ungovernables thing in Hamilton? No. What is that? This group of guys are in black masks, just like smashing store windows. Really? Yeah, in Hamilton. What what, all, uh, what party do they associate themselves with? Well, there was an uh, an anarchist book sale, I guess, in a in a school, like the night before, or like two days before that, yeah, or the weekend before that, and then like the the night or two after that, a bunch of guys wearing black masks, men, guys and gals, mm-hmm. uh, just like walked down the street with a big banner that said "We are the ungovernable," and they smashed a bunch of w- bunch of windows open. Shit, those are guys who probably don't have any political affinity. 
they don't have an, they don't have an identity to like any politics. They're just like fuck it. We, like, we don't know who to vote for. Yeah, I think we don't know are, who to be behind. So we're like fuck it. We don't, yeah, yeah. These are people who just want to be something. Yeah, like they have they have nothing. Oh yeah, they um, are nothing. They have nothing. Yeah, they smash a bunch of mom and pop stores. Exactly. So and why would you? Yeah, if you, just because you have you don't have the identity. Yeah. No. Why uh did damage to like? Why do damage? Like you know what? Why don't you guys? Why don't you have? Why don't you host a Fight Club? Yeah, exactly. Like, there you go. Yeah. Fucking, fucking hey, idiots. good callback. Yeah. Right back to Fight Club. That was just uh, some list stuff because uh-huh. we were just uh, we were bashing each other about getting married. So I'll I'll hand yeah. this real quick. What a bunch of fucking losers. Um, <laughs> my four bunch of fucking losers. Reddit user my four cats talked about how Golden Girls is awesome. Golden Girls is fucking awesome. It's one of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Man. I was I was that name. I wasn't actually send a group chat group chat. I'm like guys, you know what the name I love is Blanche. Blanche. I was gonna send it to you on on, the, on our, our our group chat. Blanche Devereaux. Yeah, Blanche Devereaux. I was gonna say Blanche Dubois from uh. <laughs> Streetcar? Streetcar named Desire. <laughs> Blanche Dubois. Blanche Devereaux, buddy. Yeah. Well, she really was Blanche. Like That, that was her whole personality. Oh, that? yeah. The, the, That's what she's named The that, slut right? from, from down south. The down south. Dirty old lady. But uh, great show, man. You know, um, getting back to sitcoms there, or staying on sitcoms there, I started watching the IT crowd on Netflix. How is it? It is incredible. Mm. It might be one of the best sitcoms uh, I've seen in a long time, maybe since Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I was never... I mean, I, I watched Friends. Uh, not religiously, like if I missed an episode, I didn't care. But I wasn't really a huge Friends guy, so I, I would, yeah, I would I've never watched that. a full episode of Friends. Really? Yeah, but I think I, feel, I told you that. I before. Feel like we've mentioned this. Yeah, before, I've told you right? that. You've never seen a full episode of Friends. No. Yeah. So sorry, sorry to interrupt. Go ahead. No, no, but that's on, uh, yeah. and that's part of the conversation. That's mm-hmm. part of the point that I'm making. It's like I never got into Friends because I didn't like. There's nothing there for me, really. Like I, I, I wasn't gonna be these people. Yeah. I had nothing to relate like to them with yeah i didn't yeah i think i for me it's like i didn't find it didn't have the magic of seinfeld and i'm like this right uh, I, so i said okay you know what they're trying to replace they have to replace seinfeld with something i understand that but i'm like it didn't have the magic exactly like the silliness okay. the, the the all that stuff it just, you nailed it yeah that's exactly it yeah you totally nailed it you absolutely okay the reason i love seinfeld is it was a part of like it was a weird and again like it's a fairy tale new york yeah there were things happening there that you could just like stumble into yeah like, you would open a door and you're going to see, like, two half-naked guys cutting a salami. Oh, yeah. Like, the fuck is going to just close the door and walk away? Yeah. It's like the Goonies. Yeah. The Goonies was in your own backyard, but there was a secret cavern with a pirate ship down there. Just think about that. Yeah. Seinfeld was yeah, like that. It was, it was like a microcosm of New York. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And and Friends was not that. Friends was not. I didn't even know, I didn't even know what city it was in. Well, I mean, it was in New York. I didn't even know that. <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah that, but again. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, excuse <laughs> excuse yeah. me. Seinfeld felt felt like like I said like the Goonies. It is, yeah. It, it's it, a weird, like, yeah, exactly. It's a weird underbelly microcosm. Yeah, yeah you're absolutely right. Yeah, because I I find you know, plus they 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 met in a coffee shop all the time. I'm like that is so that's I just felt like it was a rip off, and I'm like this is yeah. just ridiculous. So and I just didn't feel like I mean again like I need a good set. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna watch a show. Like yeah. the sets have to be livable. Like you gotta be able to walk in there and pick things off the shelf. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I was watching really bland sets in uh, except for the cafe. The cafe is actually pretty cool. Yeah, I think um, with uh, yeah, there was no. I didn't feel like any likeness towards any character. Like I didn't like. I liked Joey and Phoebe. They were my favorite. Like I like. Oh, I, I remember like I watched like snippets of their characters. Yeah, Phoebe is clearly the best character. In that oh show. yeah, and uh, like her, she's she's a great actress. She's yeah. she's the best actress out of all the actor of all, all those people. I think. Oh yeah, and uh, uh, there's yeah, I didn't have anything to it. Didn't have the silliness. Like where Seinfeld were like, or any like just simple comedy. Like I didn't see again. Plus, it wasn't simple. It was just like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it tried to be. Um, obviously, it was big. You know, people liked it. Uh, so people did like. I it. think I mean, pe- maybe they just needed their Seinfeld fix because there's nothing else to do on that time. Be. Like another show that was like like technically about nothing. Yeah, exactly. it carried over. The, like it, it lived in the same universe as a few other shows too. So there's a connection there, I guess. Yeah, and it, I think it took itself too seriously. 
I think they tried like that, well that was the, that was the thing about Seinfeld. Seinfeld was about four irredeemable characters. Yeah. Who were never going to learn, who were never going to grow. Yeah. And just who thought they were better than everybody they're, else. They were better than everybody else. And they were yeah, they were, were average joes, yeah. Like, yeah, and they yeah, exactly. They mm-hmm. were average joes. Like nobody nobody really did anything. Nope. Nobody's going to stand out. Yeah. And they all and, went through shit throughout the entire series. Yeah. <laughs> they all caused shit, they all went through shit. Yeah. But nobody learned or grew from from any of their adventures. Oh yeah, and all of them went through the same shit that we go through. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, just like my zipper doesn't work. Yeah. You know, my that that was like the whole premise of an episode is like my zipper doesn't work. Yeah. And yeah, and you add all those things up, and it fucking they got what they deserved at the end. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Like I, when it, like we said before, when it happened, I I was a little bit let down, but on further viewing, there was the best finale for those characters. Oh yeah, absolutely. It was very fitting for who they were. Yep. Whereas, yeah, sign or, or friends tried to teach you a moral lesson or, or put characters through the paces or make you yeah. feel like something, like like the feels. Yeah. Like it had some heart to it. Yeah, because Sandville had no catharsis at the end. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing at all. Yeah. I they, mean, people will talk about how the Puerto Rican Day Parade is a bad episode. Oh, fuck. The Puerto, Puerto Rican, Rican Day Parade is an appropriate episode abs- for Seinfeld. Yeah, exactly. It's just, God, they're awful. They're, and they're terrible. They ate shit for it with that car at the yeah. end. Like, it was just an appropriate episode for those guys. Oh, man. Seinfeld. But the IT crowd yeah. feels very much like that. Mm-hmm. There's no personal growth. Mm-hmm. They're not going anywhere. They're just, it's like a genius, a go-getter, and an Irishman, mm-hmm. and an awful boss. Oh, yeah. And it's Matt Berry. Like, I don't know if you've seen Toast of London on Netflix, Matt Berry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that show is, he is terrific. Oh, yeah. Hey, Matt Berry is just fucking great, man. Yeah. So, yeah, the IT crowd is very much, it's a very Seinfeldy feel. It's almost like if you took the premise of the X Files mm-hmm. and sent like a young go getter young girl into a, a brand new like a, a division of the FBI, mm-hmm. and then they send her to the basement and they break her spirit. Yeah, and that's what the IT crowd is. Mm. Except instead of the X Files, they're an IT department. Yeah, and it's just great. And um, uh, Richard Richard Ayoade mm-hmm. as uh, Moss. Yeah, Maurice Moss. Maurice Moss yep. is as talented as Kramer was on Seinfeld mm. in that type of character. Oh, maybe she get this show a try. Yeah, it's very good. He is definitely the standout. There's a there is an episode when they go to the theater that I'm just gonna leave it at that, which is I think the one of the best sitcom episodes of any show ever. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Just just very likable, very watchable show. Yeah, I think that's quick. I mean, it's like the the entire series is like seven hours long. Yeah. Yeah, I should give that a try. Give it a go, man. Yeah, it's on Netflix. Yeah. It's I think one, watching. Yeah, one of the um, uh, another like series that I just loved. Like, there's other ones like you know, like Archer and stuff like that, right? But mm-hmm. I think one like you watch the like you watch the seasons and like it, it just it's just so strong. Mm-hmm. Was The Office? Yeah, man. You know, I got into it late and then I, I went to, it late. to watch it all yeah. again. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the British one first. I did. Yeah, I watched the British one. And I was like, yeah, this is really good. Mm-hmm. But then like, uh, Steve Carell was just legendary in yeah. that show. Like they're like there's those moments where like uh that that guy is like I mean I I don't think anybody ever in drama or comedy mm-hmm. or any genre of acting nailed awkward yeah the way that guy nailed oh awkward. yeah absolutely or nailed like emotion or nailed comedy or whatever like when you watch that you you know definitively what awkward is oh yeah oh god yeah it's it's incredible yeah like there's there's this one episode cause about like where uh, Michael has a surprise mm-hmm. uh, for the office, and he, he doesn't know what it is. Like, I promise you guys a surprise this day. Then it, like, the whole day, he's, he's like, he's trying to surprise everyone with stuff, yeah. and everyone's like, "Oh, that's nice. This isn't the surprise." And he's like, "No, it's not," because no one, no one's excited to, <laughs> no to one's get excited. it. No one's excited. At the end of the day, it's like everyone's like, uh, "Okay, guys, big time for the big surprise." <laughs> and he, he just has this big smile on his face, but he doesn't say anything. 
and it just becomes like awkward for 10 seconds and people are like okay I guess there's no surprise and they everyone starts walking out on yep. him that scene is so hard to watch it is and that's the beauty of it oh man it's brilliant let me tell you something two the two things in that show that uh that I think like nailed nailed people's characters perfectly is like that one there. Yeah. The the awkwardness when he's like, I've got nothing. And they I just, nothing. they know. Yeah. Ice cream sandwiches, that didn't do it. Like, yeah. Hey, yeah. And they all know it's bad. And they all know it's typical Michael. Yeah. And he knows it. He knows he's failed. Yeah. He's trying to put on a brave face, but that's great. But when he's trying to tell the gym joke about Updog. Oh, the, oh the man. The Updog joke, when he, when he kind of like, when he screws it up. Yeah. No one's done, no one's nailed a, a moment better. Yeah. That's great. And when, uh, who's the, the bigger fella? Not not Stanley, the the big white guy. Kevin. Kevin. <laughs> when Kevin awesome. makes all that food, is it chili? And he really puts. And he, yeah, and he dumps and like, it. <laughs> he tells the audience how great, and the audience is like, "Holy shit, he's actually like an idiot savant." Yeah. He made the greatest chili ever. We believe in Kevin. Yeah. And he dumps all the chili, <laughs> and it's gone. And he's just like, I don't think I've ever seen anybody convey sadness. Oh yeah. As perfectly as Kevin. Kevin is Kevin is so legendary. Do you see that when he's like cooking with Kevin in the in the cat in the but in the kitchen area, yeah, and he cooks with all the <laughs> all the stuff that's in there. God, that guy is just—he's brilliant, man. Yes. The office was. Stay tuned next week for Kevin's uh, ranch or uh, whatever. Like, <laughs> I feel like it's maybe the most underrated and overrated show. Yeah, it's like people who watch it just watched it and I think they won off it. Yeah, but like if you for nuance of character, like it's just—it's crazy how it's good it is. So good. Yeah, the uh, Dwight, uh, Kevin. Um, Oh my God, Angela, uh, yeah, Meredith is just awful. Uh, Meredith, oh my God, she's so funny. Andy, Andy, good old Andy. Yeah. When um, Jim, and we're just gonna turn this into a conversation. With I the know, office. man. I'm gonna go. I can go off on. But when, the office. like, in the end, when Pam goes to, for another job to the other office, yeah. Bob Odenkirk's version of the office, yeah, and it's just the same fucking room. And she's like, oh, my life is awful. <laughs> like her realization that she's just like. This is the my this is my life now. Yeah, I'm just that's that's Michael Scott. Yeah, it's not, but it is. Oh yeah, ah, uh, it's just brilliant, man. T- Todd Packer. Oh, Packer's terrible. F F F, F Packer. Know what it stands for? Fudge. <laughs> <laughs> David Keckner, man, he's also like a crazy underrated comedian. Oh yeah, he's a Norm Macdonald level threat. Yeah, and had just like the worst SNL. Mm-hmm. But god damn, everything else he's in is great. Oh, he's great. Yeah, like if you watch his um. His uh, uh, what's it called? His outtake reel when he's just trying lines out mm-hmm. in what was that movie by the restaurants there? Served. Yeah, served. Was it served? Oh no, that was a uh, the one with um, what's his face? Uh, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. Am I am I right? No, no, no. Yeah, it's Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Was it called Served? I think so. It had that girl from Varsity Blues in it. Yeah, man, I can't remember the title. No, no, of that no, movie. Not for, no. That's a different one. Um, but yeah, waiting, no, I, waiting, waiting, waiting. waiting. That's, that's what it's called. Yeah, the that's first a great one. movie. It's a great movie. But when you watch his outtake reel of when he's like shooting insults. That guy's just on fire all oh, the time. Yeah. Like he's all like he's got that again, it's almost like a virtuoso level yeah. of timing that you just don't see in everybody. Yeah. That's a Yeah, he's that guy's great. I think there's um uh for the office, um you could just watch the best of like best of Dwight. You really best, could. Yeah. You could put that thing on YouTube and just let it go. Yeah. It's they're always great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Brent J. Buttlicker. <laughs> God. There there are things that you like that that thing is it's like there there are things that you shouldn't be showing people on TV who work in an office. Yeah. Because they'll attempt it on their version of Oh, yeah. Because everybody's got one, man. Oh, yeah. Like, I work in an office environment, man. It's yeah. fucking exactly like that. Man, here's a... Uh, I think, I think I've think i maybe mentioned this story 
but I'm sure you've got like a million like it too. But I worked in an not an office environment, but in a structured security environment one time, mm-hmm. where I had to do sit down, long term, overnight site work with a guy who I just I didn't know, but started telling me all kinds of stories. And at first, they were kind of tame, like yeah. you know, like nothing major. He's done some martial arts, and maybe he's got a black belt, but he's in pretty good shape, and it's a security industry. Like everybody's kind of got that. Hey, I'm a motherfucker, kind of a kind of aspect about him. Yeah. He's only about four, maybe five years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And he hits me with how he, he thinks that he's been uh, abducted by aliens because he flew through the cloud, the, the, the pyroclastic shit at Mount St. Helens when it erupted. Yeah. I'm like, this, well, why would you even try to make that up? Why are you making that up? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's impossible. You're, you're roughly my age. Mm-hmm. You would have been 10 at the time. Yeah. And you're trying to tell me that you got abducted by aliens when you flew a fighter jet through Mount St. Helens. Like, clearly he's insane. Yeah. Like, this is a person in Edmonton mm-hmm. working site security with a 19-year-old kid in, in St. Albert telling me that you flew a jet through a volcanic cloud. Yeah. What the... Like, I don't know. What, the, what the fuck is wrong with you, man? Like, how did that even... Like, what was his train of thought that he got to telling somebody that story? Maybe it was, enter- maybe it was entertainment for him. I don't know. Well, he was pretty. Uh, he he wasn't just quirky. He was really strange. Like when he started talking to him after like that came through. Yeah. So obviously that's what it was. Like yeah. here there are some issues here. Mm-hmm. Whatever they were, but like that's the kind of guy you get. That was my Dwight. Like he just had weird shit that he would just start talking about. Yeah. But the office environment, like everybody's got those people you work with. Oh yeah, there's some people I'm just like, uh, like my secretary. Uh, she's like, yeah. Sometimes I just talk to her and she's like, she listen to the show. Uh. Uh, no, uh, but my, my guy who works my, the guy who works in my office, <laughs> yeah, I share my office with, he does, but even he's going to be like, yeah, this is what happens. <laughs> no, I, I just find like, she's really nice and she's really good. At, she's, but at the same time, it's like, she goes off, like, she'll go off and talk about her, uh, uh, we'll talk about something and then she goes off on a tangent about her, uh, her boyfriend and his, uh, and his daughter and stuff like that and all this stuff. And I was like, I didn't I I, just I, did, I didn't ask nothing, you. Yeah. yeah, I like I don't delve into personal information, so this mm-hmm. is, th- this goes both ways. Man, that's I don't tell you about my personal life, and uh, but some people love to, man. I know. I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, I uh, like, uh, I I'm like I uh, that's that's awkward. That's awkward. I'm like I don't really uh, like. What do you want from me? Well, I yeah, I, I don't need to know about like. I mean, some people tell you weird shit about themselves. I know. Weird saying. personal shit. Yeah. And like I did, anal cysts and whatnot. I know, yeah. and That's I was, a real thing that happened to me. I know. And I, we, went, we did the Dale Carnegie training stuff together. Yeah. Uh, you know what that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I took that course. I think I told you what I, I was. I was going to do the podcast when I, I was mm-hmm. doing that course. And uh, she did it. And the whole time she was doing stand-up and talk or like we're having an exercise, she would just bitch about work. Yeah, I talk about her personal life, right? I'm like, okay, that's that, I guess that's part. Did of she it. not know the program? Like, but, not- but yeah, I guess a lot of people were doing that. Then mm-hmm. I talked, I talked about myself, and I was like, but I don't delve into like personal stuff, right? I just said like, you know what? I'm training for this. I'm doing this. Um, my strength is going to be like dictating to people. So I'm like, you know what? This will help me. Blah, blah blah, right? But I don't say like like personal information. Yeah, like oh, you know, I, you know, I wouldn't say that stuff. I'm like, that's very, um, <laughs> dude. I went to go check out a sink. At, at Home Depot one time, and a lady who was working there, like, fairly, like, moderately, not moderately, like, attractive, I would say, like, coming into her 40s, maybe, like, mid-40s Yeah, lady working at a Home Depot. Yeah. Just starts, like, chatting me up. So I'm just talking to her, whatever. Of course, I'm, like, just, like, bullshit, right? Yeah. And then she got, like, right into why she would quit that job in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And then, like, why her family is telling her that she shouldn't be working at Home Depot. Yeah. And she'll just do whatever the fuck she wants. I'll go to Mexico tomorrow if I want to. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, Where's this coming from? I know. Like, I don't know you. Yeah. My, yeah I thought we were in the middle of, like, a weird, hey, you work here. I'm looking for stuff. 
Like, we'll do a little bit of, like, light, gentle flirting, and then you're going to sell me a sink, and I'll walk away, big deal. Oh, yeah. Like, I kind of figured it's going to be one of those moments, right? Like, you know, that's just, we're playing that weird, you know, that weird game here. And then you're starting to tell me how you're going to quit your job and move to Mexico. I don't fucking know you. Lady. Yeah, fuck. Like, yeah, seriously, like, turn the volume down. Yeah, d- d- exactly. Yeah, like, my, my, my account, like, when I first started at work, I talked to her. I'm like, you know what I got to do? Here's my timesheet, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, go on. Then I, I'm sitting there for an hour for her talk. Like, I don't know her at all. Yeah, I don't know you. But she's telling me all this personal information. And I was like, um, And okay. you've got to be there because yeah, you got work to do. Yeah, so, like, yeah you can't exactly. I'm like, I don't want to be rude, but, like, I'm just sitting there letting her talk. And then, like, about the last time she kept doing this, but then the last time she did it, a week later, she died of a heart attack. Oh, cold. I know. I was twist. like, what the fuck? I'm like, wow, you shemalan that. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, wow. I know. I'm like, so there was some stress in her life. I think she, well, she was a heavy, heavy drinker. Oh, that's rough. And man. I was like, and party animal too, smoker. Um, but like, then she's, plus she was like, oh. I think she was, she was over 60. Oh, rough. Yeah, wine, like, connoisseur, like, I wouldn't even say connoisseur, like, maybe she just drank it out of the box. You can't like, do that to yourself, I know, man. I'm, like, sitting there, I'm, like, holy crap. And then, uh... <laughs> oh, that, I, yeah, that took a twist. Yeah, that's where, that, that that's got where dark. the... That's where the story ends. I <laughs> got dark. Yeah. I would like to thank God Backside Attack for coming in today. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, Cheryl, wherever you are, I uh, hope you're doing well, and uh, hope the alcohol's uh, limited. <laughs> wow, yeah. I think uh, the music might have just, like, started when he, shits, when he said she died. Oh, shit. <laughs> God, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Gold. Wow, that got dark. So I'm quick. laughing too. I'm like, oh god. Well, it's not a laughing at her. It's a laughing at like that's yeah, a ridiculous. Yeah, well, honestly, yeah, bless her heart, man. So the moral of the story is: don't vent to people unless you want to have a heart attack. I don't even know what the moral is. You, I mean, the, like, you know what the moral is? Huh. I'm like, you know what? Why don't you gauge people a little bit? You know, like feel me out a little bit, and just yeah. be like, you know what? Can I trust you with this? Yes. And if we like. Trust is one thing, right? So if, if you can trust me with it, that means like number one, you know I want to. It's not. It's not. It's not the whole the idea of like spreading it around, but it's cool on to unload it. Like you know what, this this person's this guy's a bro. He'll yeah. understand where I'm coming from. You're so gonna, gonna get yeah. that I'm stressed. Yeah, and you're gonna bring something to it. Yeah, and like people give me advice. Yeah, and it works both ways. Like man, if it's something's bothering you at work, man, you can you always talk to me about exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So we're there for each other because everyone has to fucking because I spend more time with you guys than with my family. So yeah, that's just right, right? Yeah. I mean, you you want to be able to to vent things with a person who you know is going to give you positive feedback or or like decent criticisms or like creative or what, what's the word I'm looking for the uh the the criticism word. Goddamn brain again, man. Critical. Yeah, no, no, the constructive criticism. Constructive criticism. They want to give you constructive criticism yeah. to make sure that, like, you know, you grow from your conversation. Exactly. I don't want to meet you at a Home Depot and then you tell me why you just quit this job in heartbeat. Exactly. That's weird. I know. You're like, you're like you know, it's eight oh five. This has been five minutes, and you're already fucking ruining my day. Yeah. You you need to read the room. Yeah. And then like, stop telling the racist jokes. Exactly, man. I want I want to go learn more about l- lumber, and so uh, yeah, you guys. That's, uh, that's wild, man. Fucking. Some people, like you said, like learn. Maybe not turn the volume down, but learn where the volume should yeah, be. Yeah, like know where you stand yeah. with people. We are not a 10-volume team friendship. Exactly, yeah. We're, we're, we're a three-volume friendship. Yeah, I know. I, I understand you're very open and honest, right? But you got to, like, you have to, like, like the lady who's, like, who used to do our, all of our market, our business development. Yeah. Yeah, chronic alcoholic. 10-volume friendship. Yeah, she was just like, uh, she's like, how's it going? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, fuck, shut up. <laughs> oh, God. And now she works for our competition. Oh, there and you she, go. And she sucks all our clients away. Ah, oh, brutal. Yeah. Good she, at what she does, but like, She's man. Michael Scott's, Michael Scott Paper Company. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we did Ooh, it again. I would like to thank everybody for listening to the show. Yes. And um, liking and sharing and subscribing. And subscribing, yeah. Spread few, the word. Few things are actually going to happen now. 
So uh, our rig is now set up for mobile, mm-hmm. which we're kind of using now to do our backup audio. Yep. Uh, we're now going to do a thing uh, if everything works out the way I think it's going to work out, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, we're going to start doing a 30-minute intro to the show, only video, only YouTube. Oh, nice. And then carry into the show. Okay. So that's going to be the new the new thing that we do. So telling off on the YouTube video, be like, hey, you know what? Um, guys, now we're going to switch over. This is going towards. Pretty much. We're going to start our um, online one. So like, uh, yeah, come subscribe. And so, subscribe uh, and check it out. Yeah, so this is basically the trailer for the... Pretty much. So we'll do a half podcast. an hour a week, and that's going to be the uh, the thing that you can watch on YouTube. And is that's that going to be on Mondays or Thursdays? Um, Any day. If you're here, we'll do Thursdays. Mm-hmm. If uh, Dan's here Monday and feels like, feels like doing it Monday as well, we'll do two. So you want to start You want to start earlier or start at the same time and go same, later? Same time. Okay. Same time. So we're just going to roll into our video stuff. Because I want to start doing a lot more video stuff on here because we suddenly had a few more people start listening, and we're not doing a lot of ad and ads, advertising mm-hmm. anyway. I think this will do uh, a lot for us in that, cool. that avenue, yeah. that aspect of the, the program. Down. So um, we'll try doing that, which will make you go to YouTube, and then you can like and share and subscribe on YouTube. Absolutely. And then you can do the same thing on iTunes. Yep. And Google Music. Mm. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll actually get onto Facebook as well. Yes. But we are on Instagram. So check us out over there. Check us out. At BSFW Podcast on all social media. Except, Except for Mastodon. Mastodon. Mastodon is crap. Yeah. And I'll set up the Vero later on tonight because mm-hmm. I just got onto Vero and it's actually quite nice. Cool. Vero is not a shitty social media platform at all. It's like Instagram without the ads. Oh, it nice. It looks like Tron built it. Really? Yeah, it looks like Tron was on his way out of the, the computer I'm cool with world. I'm cool with anything Tron. And he he built himself a nice little a nice little app Yeah. that, that looks very Tron. Nice. Vero. Well, I'm, uh, I'm all sobered up. Are you sobered up? Absolutely. <laughs> all right. Well, that's the music playing now. Uh, that's probably the fade out happening now. Cool. Peace.